Of Super Suit Show. It is your boy, Phony Toast, the toastest with the mostest. Cast the old nerdy bastard in the building. Sir, how are you? I'm doing good, man. I'm doing good. Um, finally got a chance to see uh, the Joker. Oh, okay. So you finally uh, watched Joker. Uh, or I should say, uh, Falling Down 2, Clown Edition. Hey, listen, man. <laughs> then, uh, okay, remember what I told you last week? Mm-hmm. I said you've already seen Joker. Yeah. I said it straight up. I said it's a movie we've all already seen. Someone they took a bunch of movies that people like about sad white boys. <laughs> Damn. Through, uh, put a, uh, 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 what are those called when people, you know, they put the game online and then they make a version of it, like they make a TMNT version of Grand Theft Auto. What is that called? A mod. Oh, a what? A mod. A mod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's perfect. Perfection. This is Fallen Down. With a, with a Joker mod. <laughs> we reskin Michael Douglas <laughs> with uh, clown makeup. No, be, no, that's that's what this is. Like, yeah. let's call let's call a spade a spade here. Yeah. Like, you've seen this movie before. Yeah. It, I, I mentioned a bunch of other movies on there. Ah, I said it's falling down. It's it's um Taxi Driver. Yeah, Taxi Driver. Yeah. Like, you can't even deny that it's Taxi Driver. I think even the creators acknowledge that it's Taxi Driver yeah. by throwing Robert De Niro in it. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's a mixture of a bunch of things. It's basically sad white boy season. It's 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 falling down with a Batman with a Batman Joker mod over it. Yeah. And for me, like, as I sat through this movie and watched it, mm-hmm. absorbed it, mm-hmm. I have to say... Number one, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, I, I get the Oscar talk. I totally get it. You, I think that's the one you, thing everybody agrees with. You threw yourself all yeah, into that yeah, role. Yeah. It was good. I think that's the one thing. Whether um, you like the movie or not, yeah. Joaquin did the thing. And I liked the movie because it was interesting, thought kind of thought-provoking, you know, so on and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, but I do have to say, number one, it is definitely... It's not a comic book movie. At all. Um, well, it's not a comic book movie only in one sense. And it okay. depends on what they do with the ending. Okay. Um, in the sense of like what it was, if I was to look at it from the comic book perspective, mm-hmm. of saying, you know, what, what would I... If I had to say this is a comic book movie, the way I would say it is that in the end part mm-hmm. was Joker telling that story. So, like, for example, we didn't get this at the beginning, but uh-huh. this is how I would have uh, I would have laid it out. Okay. I would have started with the end part, mm-hmm. and it would have just been her saying, tell me what happened. And then, you know, Joker, let's start at the beginning. And he goes through, you know, mm-hmm. that whole story. Yeah. And at the very end, because Joker is a character where it's like, he likes his origin to be multiple choice. Mm-hmm. And he says the whole part about, you know, you wouldn't get the joke. I remember that part. That could be a whole farce of a story. Like, he, he's, he's that kind of guy, and that would be very clever in his head because you make up all these mundane details. It goes with the genius intellect of the Joker where it's like, 
yeah, I'm sitting here taking you through this long, drawn-out story, giving you all these reasons to think this and this and this happened. Mm-hmm. But is it true? Does it need to be true? I'm the fucking Joker. Mm-hmm. No, <laughs> you know, I'm with you. I'm with you. That's where I would make it a comic book movie. And I thought it would be an interesting movie from the take of, well, this is all a story Joker's telling. You know what okay. I mean? Joker is in Arkham right now, and somebody is questioning him, trying to analyze him. And basically, he even took a shot at him in the movie with the social worker. I saw that. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. So you're taking a shot at the same person. Because notice, that she was assisted. Mm-hmm. And then the girl that he kind of fake like was also assisted. So when you think That's about the thing I did notice. Yeah. And was also assisted. And the woman that was in the bus yeah. was also assisted. So, like, I was wondering if there was... I don't know if I felt wrong for thinking, is there a theme here? Well, is there a reason why the hero always... That's what I'm saying. If I was to take the creative narrative okay. and say that, well, this is Joker, but that's not a Joker story, mm-hmm. then it would be a story that Joker's telling, because mm-hmm. he likes his origins to be multiple choices, he says. And he's taking you through, but he's taking shots at the person he's talking to mm-hmm. across, because he has a lot of kind of dialogues mm-hmm. with people. It. Even the dialogue later with you know Robert De Niro, it's like a psychoanalysis to a degree. He's mm-hmm. telling you what he's done, and then you're judging him for it. Right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's taking. You know, so it's kind of like a replication almost of what's going to happen to her because you know at the end you see the blood and trails and everything like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. So I think that you know if I was to make it a comic movie, that's how I would make it mm-hmm. a comic movie. You say that even though it's a standalone, it's mm-hmm. Joker giving you one of. It's Joker giving you a Joker tale about what could happen. The truth's in it. Uh-huh. The falsity's in it. Who mm-hmm. knows? Well, here's my take on it. I don't want this Joker involved in anything in the DC universe. Yeah. Let me tell you why. This Joker will get the shit kicked out of him by Batman. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is pussy Joker. It's still Joker, but it's pussy Joker. And that's fine. That that led to a better story, in my honest opinion. That led to a great story. But for this to remain a great story, it needs to end right here. Well, we don't need a sequel. We don't need a third movie. We need. I like it when things are left in the air. For example, did he kill Zazie Beats? We don't know. Exactly. But the only thing we could say about that is that if we go off of his interaction with the dwarf, mm-hmm. then he wouldn't have. That's because, true. Because remember, he was. That's true. He's not the. He's not the traditional Joker. Mm-hmm. Of, I'm killing everybody, and that's the joke. Right, right. You know what I mean? It's right. like you know. Well, you were nice to me. Like he, like you said, he's in a falling down mode where it's like, oh, any type of motherfucker to piss me off, uh-huh. <laughs> or yeah, if you that done. type of motherfucker, yeah. but you obviously yeah. not. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. <laughs> One yeah. thing I don't like that they did, but once again, I'm willing to forgive that for the sake of the story. One thing I didn't like was they made Thomas Wayne a fuckhead. Like, they made Thomas they, Wayne a dick. They, well, you know what's funny is they took the Thomas Wayne basically from the Thomas Wayne that became Batman. I mean, yeah, basically. basically. Wayne supposed, and you know that's funny because the wife liked that mm-hmm. because she's like, yeah, there's nobody who grows up probably without trauma and mm-hmm. being that rich is not probably a fucking dick no I agree and she likes the idea that you know there might have been some truth 
to it. Like, to what? Yeah, to what? Him and the mom? To, between him. Oh and no! The mom. Now here's the thing. One of the things I, you know, I come from watching a lot of movies. I really, really appreciate a film when they don't just show me everything. I like it when they give me little itty bitty hints that makes my brain move. For example, in the movie, the mom said, "I was with Thomas Wayne. I was with Thomas Wayne. I remember. I mean, and, and, you know, I was with Thomas Wayne." So, people, so they kind of gave you the idea that, oh, this chick is just crazy. But when he goes and visits the mansion, Alfred says, oh, my God, you're the guy. Because at first he was like, uh, can I help you? But then when he realized who he was, he was like, oh, shit, you got to get the fuck out of here. And to me, that made me think Alfred knew it. Alfred knew it, but this yeah. chick had to go away. Also, after he killed his mom, he had a picture. Remember he had that picture of her? And she was young and all pretty looking. And he looked behind it, and it was Looking Good by T.W., Thomas yeah. Wayne. So in my head, here's what I'm thinking, and, you know, that, you know, I'm open to being wrong about this. This wasn't a fair. Thomas Wayne said, you know what? I love my family. Fuck out of here. Yeah. She goes crazy, mental, like, crazy yeah, over this breakdown. dude. Had a mental yeah. breakdown. And... Created, fabricated this thing saying, yeah, I adopted this kid. I adopted this kid. Look, this is your son. And so that's why Alfred's like, oh, shit, you're the adopted motherfucker. Like, oh, shit, you got to get out of here. You got to get the fuck out of here. So that's where my mind went to. And the only part about that that makes it a little crazy is that Thomas Wayne at that point in time looked to be like, I maybe in his 40s, maybe early 50s at the most. Mm -hmm. Like, Joking like a forty-something-year-old man. I mean, that was something else <laughs> like, too. Like this motherfucker smashed when he was like ten. <laughs> that was something else too. I feel like they should have had an older Bruce. I mean, uh, Thomas Wayne for that. I mean, yeah. to me, that would have made more sense. But like, it didn't. Like that part of it didn't line up because Joaquin Phoenix looks so old. Exactly. And maybe that's what it was. Maybe that, maybe no. Let's roll with that. Maybe she adopted an older ass kid, thinking, "Yeah, I'll just adopt some kid." Or, or the other idea of it is, like I said, they did have that affair. Mm. That is his kid. And he had the adoption paperwork written up because he has that kind of power. See, once again, this is like, I like how they, I like how, like, just little nods like that yeah. make you see, aha, like when I saw that picture and it said, looking good, written by Thomas Wayne. I'm like, okay, so there was something. There was something. Yeah. And... They don't elaborate on it, but in all honesty, they don't have to. <laughs> they don't have to. Like, we're just going to drop that there. You let your mind go wherever you wanted to go with that. Yeah. And so with that saying, I appreciate the film for that. Um, I'm glad you brought this movie up. Um, people keep saying Joaquin Phoenix did a better job than Heath Ledger. Oh, real quick. Okay, no, no, go, go ahead. Joaquin okay. and Heath, because okay. this okay. kind of goes into what you were talking about. Talk to me. When you were talking about you don't want to see this uh, Joker because he gets his ass whipped by Batman, I was going to talk about, I was no, going to mention the Heath Ledger. And when I recall the Heath Ledger Joker, Heath Ledger didn't fight Batman. No. Much. And he was a great Joker as well. Yeah. I don't think Joker needs to fight Batman. No, no, here's what I mean. I don't and mean that. I think this Joker has something. Well, here's the thing. I think that this Joker, Joaquin's Joker, is a pussy. Like, I think he would be scared shitless of Batman. I think that he would be like, oh, shit, I want no smoke. But see, at the same time, you have to take a little note of what he had with Zazie, Be Zazie Beats. I think he would be obsessed 
with Batman. Did you, okay. With Batman. Okay. I think, and I don't think that, I think that he, like I said, he was a pussy, 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 pussy until he found his... His calling. His, until he found his calling. Until he found that he likes to perform. He wants that attention. Mm-hmm. Once he has that attention, mm-hmm. there's not... Even like in the club, you know, when he was going. I'm sure he was getting booed. Old girl was in the club kind of laughing or whatever. I'm sure... Like you said, you saw him on the thing and they were whatever. But when he I was don't performing, think she, she wasn't there. That's what I'm saying. You okay. saw that he thought she was laughing. Okay, yeah. And continuing yeah. on. That's how his mind processes mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. Okay. So, in his head, when he's performing, when he's in Joker mode, mm-hmm. he's untouchable. And I think that's okay. kind of what they showed is he fascinated so far beyond what was actually going on that he didn't realize he was getting booed during his stand-up. And he thought he had a friend there. Laughing and going along with him, yeah, thing, yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. But in the end, like I said, he realized with the Joker persona that I do now have fans with the riots and when mm-hmm. he's standing up on the car, like mm-hmm. I this does get me the attention that I'm seeking. So mm-hmm. I think that Batman's existence would drive him so obsessed with him that yeah, he would be on the. He's not afraid to get kicked and beat up and punched and everything. Yeah. But much like the Heath Ledger Joker, it's gonna be henchmen. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be tricks. It's gonna be deceit. It's gonna be running up, trying try to kick you, maybe stab you, run away, take yeah, shots at but you. But this Joker had a boss. Gonna be wild. It's gonna be this yeah, Joker. This had a Joker's boss. beginning. Uh, we didn't see Heath Ledger beginning. So you're saying we saw Heath Ledger introduce the Gotham, but Heath Ledger true. also that's true. was already Joker this by is the true. at the beginning of the movie. I'll give you. I'll that give you that. I'll give you that. Joker like a mofo. I'll give you that. He had a whole squad and everything. So, so with that being said, you know people keep mentioning Joaquin is better. Than Heath. Here's my thing. First of all, comparisons are unnecessary. Yeah. If every Joker is their own interpretation, every single one of them is their own interpretation. Oh, um, real quick. Thank yeah. you, uh, Zaka, for the uh, donation. Uh, much appreciated. Sorry, we gotta. We so deep in this conversation right now. Oh no! Oh <laughs> shit! Man, look yeah, out, man. Good looking out. Good looking out, fam. Much um, appreciated. Um, yeah. Thank you for that. Um, getting the new equipment. Here's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> here's my thing regarding this. Um, first of all, comparisons are not necessary. It's not necessary. Every Joker is different from the other. But if I had to ask which I prefer, it's still going to Heath. And let me tell you why. First of all, it's not fair because. Joker in Joaquin Phoenix is all about him. He had way more screen time. He had way more origin. We saw a lot more of his characteristics in that film. However, Heath Ledger's performance in the Batman and uh, Dark Knight was so good that he made it a Joker film. Like, he completely surpassed Christian Bale. Nobody talks about Christian Bale in Dark Knight. He was in there? Yeah, yes, he was. I thought that was just bat suit and CGI. My bad, I forget. Nobody, <laughs> nobody talks about Christian Bale. Poor Christian Bale. Christian Bale was like, I, I was in this shit too. <laughs> Actually, it's about me. <laughs> I'm the Dark Knight. I'm the Dark Knight. I'm the Dark Knight. Not the clown guy. Yeah, I'm the Dark Knight. I'm the guy. <laughs> yeah, no. So awesome. You just know they more. Yeah. Much appreciated. Hey. Thanks again, brother. Peace, peace, peace. Much appreciated. Hey, what's up, Comic Nerds? Shout out, Miss Elasia. And uh, just so people know, just in case you're kind of confused, uh, we do stream on two platforms. So we are on YouTube and on Twitch. So if you're here talking about one thing and you're mm-hmm. like, I don't know what the fuck's going on, mm-hmm. it's probably just in the other chat. You're free to join both chats. Absolutely. Um, um, thank you guys all for joining us. Uh, Albuquerque Nene said Magneto rules. We'll get to that. Yes, he yeah. does. Oh, yeah. No, we'll no. Get there. Hey, we'll it's get there. on the list, fam. It's we'll on the list. There. We'll get there. 
Um, but this was something we weren't able to talk about Joker as much last week, so we're just gonna get that out the way. But yeah, yeah okay. um, um, no, definitely. Uh, but you know, he. I can also argue that a lot of Joaquin's Joker did kind of come from Heath. No, there. Let me, let me, let me. I'm gonna give it to you. Just break this down. Right Talk now. to me. Joaquin Phoenix did a great job in the role of Arthur Fleck. Becoming a Joker. Okay. Very different than Heath Ledger, who was the Joker the whole time. And one of the reasons why I think that people are trying to... Like you said, you got more of this character, but you have to remember, he was Arthur Fleck the majority of the movie. Mm -hmm. And when he turned to Joker on the couch, when he was Joker on the couch, Mm -hmm. that was probably part of my least favorite part of the movie. Like, because his voice got all weirdly mousy. Mm-hmm. Like, his voice completely changed out of nowhere. When he was sitting on the couch with De Niro. Nah. Goddamn, uh, sh- <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, Zaka. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Uh, sh- thank you, brother. Hey. I appreciate that. Hey. Well, mad appreciation. Need thank more you. people like you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, fan of the year, right here. Shit. <laughs> Comic Crusader says, "Very happy to see a PR actor killer." Who are you referring to? Let me tell me more. Tell me more. Was that is that Zazie? Is Zazie PR? I'm trying to see who's talking Puerto Rican. Um, I get what you're saying. Um, and shout out Jimmy in the feed. He said, "Bro, to just the beginning, the opening bank robbery scene, Dark Knight was pure Joker." I can agree with that 100. percent And not only that, but you, we have to understand that I think, like I said, you. We're looking at a Joker performance versus a performance of somebody becoming the Joker. Agreed. And that's two very different things. And while while Joaquin did an amazing job, Mm -hmm. like I said, he wasn't, like, the dark, like, Joker in the Dark Knight, Mm -hmm. he felt like a supervillain. This, like, kind of like what Taz said is, you don't want to see him fight Batman, because Joaquin Phoenix didn't feel like a supervillain yet. He was literally, like, a dude who started right. Like, that was mm-hmm. pretty much... Like, there was nothing super villainish about the movie. And I had a co-worker who kind of, uh, kind of laid this out, and he was totally right. He's like, one thing he didn't like about the Joker is this Joker became the Joker by accident. When you think about the way okay. this Joker became Joker, right? Okay. Part of his, uh, his laugh thing was influenced by his childhood, a direct... You know, correlation of a traumatized child, okay. which totally isn't his fault. Mm-hmm. The reason why he killed those guys, it was not something he planned out. He, if dude didn't give him the gun, and he wasn't randomly on the thing where his like little that's true. Tourette's thing didn't that's come up, true. he would have never shot those kids that's and never true. been in the situation he was anyway. He'd just gone through his life being a loser. But do you think that? that <laughs> do you think that that makes it a better story though? Well, I'm just saying it's not as Joker. Like, Joker is the idea, and that's one of the things about Heath is, there was no trauma to Heath Ledger's character. He was just evil from the begin, from, like you said, the bank robbery scene. The beginning of where, god damn, bro. <laughs> uh, thank you again. Uh, <laughs> thank you again. Shit. But, hey, man, your yeah, Kickstarter campaign. Look at this. Yeah, uh, my Kickstarter campaign, your shit's in the link on YouTube. Oh, uh, shit. Hey. <laughs> Um, Fuck yeah! But, uh, keep talking. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. Keep going. We're gonna be talking about Joker. Uh, honey, call it in. We gotta... Um, but no, uh, that the fact that he kind of fell into everything that he did, 
as far as uh, when you look at the crimes and stuff he committed. I uh-huh. mean, he wasn't the Joker until those Wall Street guys made him the Joker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I get it. Okay, like, you so, gotta think about it. Like, like you said, I mean, it was Was it down, just like, them or were they the straw that broke the camel's back? But I think they, it was the straw. But think about it. He wasn't carrying that gun prior to anybody. Like, he didn't break and think, I need a gun. Yeah. That dude gave him the gun. Like, he wasn't expecting it. He wasn't asking about it. Okay. He would have totally just been whatever. And remember, he got jumped before he got jumped before he got the gun. Yeah. So but he also, wasn't thinking about like I'm gonna carry a blade. Because that would be very jokerish. Yeah, the blade. I'm gonna carry a blade or uh-huh. something like that. Like he wasn't looking to defend himself. Somebody else gave that to him. God damn, bro. Are you like are you rich? <laughs> Just thinking about the beat my kicks, though. <laughs> like, what the shit? We're gonna have a whole new show. What? <laughs> well, I mean, I, I just... <laughs> um, yeah, much thanks. Uh, shit. Nope. <laughs> Unless there's some sort of glitch where like it never comes through, I'm like, damn. But <laughs> that was something. I mean, but until then, thank you, bro. What the hell? Much appreciated. He even had trauma. All those stories about them scars. One thing I liked about that is that. He tells different stories about how he gets the scars. Yeah. To the point where you have to ask yourself, is he telling the truth at all? And Maybe he did it to himself. Ding, ding, ding. And that's where I go with the uh, whole, um, you know, multiple choice idea. That's okay. consistent with the Joker. And that's and why Zazie hates that. Was, okay. That he does that in the uh, in his thing. Uh-huh. He tells different stories. And that's why I was saying, if I was to write it as a comic movie, mm-hmm. the end part would just be Joker. You know, right? Okay. Like, the beginning would be Joker beginning the story, and the okay. end would be Joker. You know, telling you that it's a joke. Uh huh. Basically, you yeah, know, yeah. you won't get the joke. Yeah, you yeah, won't absolutely. get why it's a joke. You know absolutely. what I mean? I'm with I you. Think, and especially because Joker would be one of those people because it's going to be documented. Right, 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 right. Especially if he kills you after. <laughs> no, absolutely. Uh, Congress yeah. says, says to understand the brokenness of the man behind the villain is, is the thing that this flick did that. I agree one thousand percent with that. Um, I, I, you know, I think that it does that. One of the things that I feel like it's very irresponsible that people keep saying is that it's an important take on on society and blah, blah, blah. Don't give me that shit because what you're trying to do is you're trying to shoot Joker some bail. And no. <laughs> uh, no. This Joker... This Joker, no. this Joker gets a degree of bail. No. Um, in no, the he sense, doesn't. No. Well, you have to think about, and here's why. No. You have to think about what what he did in this film. He didn't really do shit. He didn't. Do kill five people. He didn't kill anybody <laughs> who. I mean, well, his mom. But no. other than that, like he didn't. No. Ki- the Wall Street guys deserve it too. They was, who knows how bad? No, 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 no. I didn't say that the Wall oh, Street guys. Okay. I didn't say fuck them Wall Street. His dude. mom and the Wall Street guys. After they were assaulting that woman, I said yeah. shoot these niggas in their fucking faces. Yeah. And then he actually did it. <laughs> but the mom is the only one I had the issue with. I was like, damn, man, she's already nuts in her fucking head. But I get it. They, they gotta make him do something. But at the same time, evil. you got well. And it, how evil gonna be? Like, think about what happened. If if Thomas Wayne and them are right. Yeah, bro. <laughs> Thank you again. God Thank you damn. Again. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Um, what about Bobby De Niro? Um, uh, I didn't like Bobby De Niro in it. <laughs> uh, to, be, to be real with you, and I told the wife this, I would have rather had Mark Maron play Bobby De Niro's part. Okay. And here's why. 
Because Mark Maron would have been funny trying to be like a nice, likable guy on the show. Yeah, yeah. And then you would have seen him backstage and he could have been a total dick. The kind of dick you'd want to shoot in the head. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mark but, Maron I, but I think that, that he was being a dick enough to be oh, shot in the head. He was, but he didn't get shot in the head. <laughs> he didn't get shot in the head. <laughs> Mark Maron lives. But I think he, he goes does. on to make he a does. Netflix show. <laughs> he, <does. laughs> he did. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely Mark right. Mark Maron lives. Like, You're absolutely you right. Um, so I'll, I'll, um, I'll add. You guys like 1K? Today, uh, yeah. Today's, today's show is sponsored. Show, right, this whole season is sponsored hey, man, by Z. I'm not mad at you. The last 52, <laughs> the new 52 is sponsored by Z. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, shit, yeah. Uh, Joker's a good film. I think Joker's that it's fantastic. Definitely go see it. But don't make excuses for this shit. First of all, this is not the direction that comic book films should be going. However, it does go off of what I said. And what I said was that you can take elements from comic book films, add a twist to it, and make them different genres. I think the Joker's a great example of that. It's the it's the perfect inequality as in it's not a comic book film, yet at the same time it is. Yeah. Like someone can make an argument on both sides. Someone can argue this is not a comic book film. And I can tell you that right now. Take it out of God. Oh, God damn. Uh, damn, Zeke. Uh, thank you. Um, yeah. Shit. I don't even know what else to say now, bro. I'm kind of kind of left in lurch. Jesus. Uh, Zeke's the man. We love you, Zeke. Uh, thank you, uh, Zeke. Zeke want to be a mod? <laughs> How much to give you? How do I? What the fuck? How come I can't add mods? Oh, Zaka. Zaka. Zaka, uh, two, four, five, six. You the man, Zaka. Goddamn, Zaka. Add you as a friend. (laughs) Yeah, dude, I don't know why this... Oh, because I'm in... uh, No wonder, because I'm in the uh, stream chat thing. I can't add mods in here. I have to go... Goddamn, I feel like I should show him a nipple or something. (laughs) Like, I feel like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, Fuck, shit. A little bit of cleave. Uh, Yeah, a little bit of boob. A little boob action. uh, But, yeah, no, um... But yeah, but no. Back to the back to a little bit on the Joker. Uh-huh. Um, one of the things I can say uh, that I don't think a lot of people who might not be like you know heavy Batman Joker fans might know is that there are three Jokers um, as far as DC is concerned. And there's three main origins for the Joker. Mm-hmm. Um, the two Jokers that aren't Joaquin. One of these Jokers actually kind of fits uh, Heath. None of them ever fit Jared Leto. Um, are one Joker is supposed to be the? Oh, thank you again, dude. You're, you're my best friend. Wait now. a minute, man. You're my best friend. Can I, I gotta replace you as co-host, man. This I guy, can't. <laughs> this nigga about to beat my Kickstarter. I think I'm gonna move into producer role. What the hell? The uh, thank you. What the, hey yo, ATA. Yo, yo, delete. Okay. Outside of Ivy and I think CJ, he like the you know the next person to use the donate button. Fucking hey <laughs> man, that's oh, respect. That's shit. respect. That's respect. Um, um definitely. Uh, so Joker is a good must watch film. Um, I think a lot of people are upset that I like it. <laughs> uh, oh, no, hold on. Sorry, I was I'm like still behind. Um, so the first Joker, which is the Red Hood Joker. Uh-huh. Uh The Red Hood is the gangster who was trying to make yeah. himself. 
the one who basically got confronted by Batman and he got knocked into the sludge, which made him forever white, right, right, right. crazy, right? right that is the that. original. That is the one that Nicholson played, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, the next Joker would be the uh, the reluctant criminal mm-hmm. who was a guy who got roped into the Red Hood gang, and he didn't want to do it. And then basically, you know, through the series of events and losing his wife and losing everything over and over and over again, he was like, God damn. Son hit the I love you 3000 and money for him. Yeah. Um, thank you. Shit, what do you do? Who is? <laughs> hmm. Now I'm concerned. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't seen this shit hit the PayPal yet, so. Yeah. <laughs> that was weird. I wonder if you could pull these back, if that's what it is. Yeah. Because, goddamn. Um, yeah, he got screwed McDuck money. Uh, but thank you. Much appreciated. Uh, especially if it hits the Jesus account. Christ. I don't know, but um, for you people in like the YouTube, the dude that's donated, donated like, let's see. Uh, one, uh, what two, 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 like, like $2,300. Like $2,400. I just think it just... <laughs> Watch it be the wife made a fake account and just, just send me my own money. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Oh, shit. Uh, I think that's a good segue right there. Yes. Um. Oh, yeah, but no. Joaquin oh, no, was oh wait, wait. Oh, yeah, sorry. Joaquin was Get the third nice Joker. It's supposed to be the sad comedian. Uh-huh. uh-huh. It's the guy who's basically, like, down on his luck, can't get a break, mm-hmm. and then essentially just slowly cracks over time. Yeah, um, like I and, said, it's, you know, I had other examples, but falling down is the main one. Falling down a taxi driver, taxi but it's driver, falling down. It's falling down. It's, it's definitely it's basically, falling you down. You had a real fucking bad day. Yeah, I mean, yeah. let's be one of it. You got yeah. fired. Oh, yeah, you got beat up. Club with a da- it's like a dollar for Fight Club. Uh, I wouldn't say it's as much Fight Club. It's, I would say it's Fight Club because it was very stick it to the man. Well, the only reason why it wasn't just stick it to the man mm-hmm. is. Remember, um, Edward Norton was looking for something. Edward Norton was kind of already going... He was already falling down the rabbit hole when we met him. Where Joker was actually crazy. Like I said, he fell into what he did. I get where what you're Edward saying. Norton literally had a full psychotic break and then created everything yeah. that he had. And, like, and It was all his that, ideas. I can say the same Joker, thing about this, though. I can say the know, same thing about this. Joker, he Joker just did it accidentally, into, like what your friend said. Like I said, he, but he fell into a series of it. Uh-huh. Edward Norton was a secret genius the entire time. Think about it. He was making the soaps. He he had an entire narcoleptic life that he didn't realize until it personified itself. And then when he personified itself, it was able to take on a mind of its own, have its own entire actions, create an entire cult of Fight Club, be able to work out and negotiate deals with places that have well, the yeah, fight Yeah, I agree. It's it was not all the that. same. It's Joker, not the same. Literally, think about it. Joker fell into every little bit, even the show idea. Yeah. He didn't set himself up to get on the De Niro show. That fell in his lap. It did. Okay, it, okay, they okay, saw the okay. Clip and Let's to go make fun off of that. Let's go off of that. Could that have been like you even said? You're like he. It's like he's telling the story. Oh yeah. Then Could that have been? If that's the case, then all that is forgiven. It's fine. Right. All right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. If that's the case, then it's all good. I got you. I that's, got but you. That's what I'm saying. You. I'm saying from from it as that being the Joker mm-hmm. himself. Yeah. Like, that version that he told the story of. Uh-huh. No. Nah. <laughs> but at the same time, if that's the Joker telling that story. Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And this is why I say, this is why I say a dollop of Fight Club. Not the whole entire thing. A dollop of Fight Club. Where basically he did create a movement. He didn't mean to. The ways and how it happened 
weren't the same, but he did make a movement. He had things that happened in his head that he thought was going on that wasn't. Yep. Like, Facts. that's what I mean by, like, just the dollop of it. Definitely King of Comedy. Um, definitely that one as well. Um, lots of different things. Uh, MTF said Tyler Durden greater than Arthur Fleck. Absolutely. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm with it 100. percent Um, everyone go see Joker. But definitely agree. But, but like I said, this is a good segue. I want to get this out the way while we we got it. Um, while this guy's donating hella money. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like, damn, bro. We love you. <sighs> Give it to him. Okay, before I even hit you off with this, I got something to confess. I don't know if I confessed it on here before, but I'll say it again. My last Kickstarter, I asked for four thousand. I thought that was too much. I said, "No one's gonna give me fucking four thousand dollars for this fucking shit." I don't even know what it is. <laughs> I said, "No one's gonna give me four racks for this." Not only did I hit it, I hit it by a few hundred dollars. Um, I got like forty-two, forty-three hundred. I was ecstatic. I was like, I-, "I can't believe this!" Like, I fucking did it. Like, let's do it. Let's go. Congrats. Thank you. So I print Congrats. so I, I paid the that. money. Yes, yes. Thank you to everyone. You all know who you are. Um and we still send the money. Um, <laughs> so um we did the damn thing. Um and for those of you who are knowing this, I'm not bragging about it because I didn't get nothing. I didn't make nothing off of this shit. So that's why I don't like uh, people are like, wow, that's a big fee. I'm like, I don't get nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working hard. I'm hustling for this other nigga to get paid. <laughs> Shout out to Eli if you even need the fee. I have no issue with it because that's what happens. It's a part of the game. You got to start somewhere. And it costs money to make money. If you start a business, don't expect to make any money for your first two years. I took a business class, and that's what the first thing they said. They said, do not expect to make a profit for your first two years. You're going to be spending money, getting shit going, spreading the name, things like that. So I didn't expect to make any money. However, I overshot myself because one thing I didn't account for was shipping. I was like, oh yeah, I got to ship this shit. And for some reason, I didn't think they would charge me more. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just because it was in a, it's a small package. For those of you who received it, you saw how it was packaged. It's a small package. I thought it was not going to be like 50 cents. No. It was like four or five bucks each one. And I had hell of them. I had like over a hundred of them. And then, like, I had like over a hundred that was, um, that were shipped overseas. Fuck. I easily lost. Okay, this dude's wilder now. Okay. Yeah, there's uh, gotta be there's uh, gotta right. there's gotta be some way that they could like take uh, this back. All right. I mean, I don't show them coming up in the PayPal account. All right, so. my man. All right. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just keep moving. So I easily lost over a thousand dollars. Easily lost over a rack, and it fucked me up. So when I decided to do the second one, I said I gotta go for more. I didn't want to go for more, so we went up to fifty five hundred. I said, no one's going to pay me 55 <laughs> for this fucking shit. <laughs> and, it, and I never hustled so hard in my life. It literally came down to the wire. It came down to the wire. Like, within two days, I had $800 to fulfill the Kickstarter. 
Mm-hmm. And, and shout out to Kickstarter, but they're kind of dicks for this. <laughs> they waited till like a day or two before it was over to make it the project of the day. I'm like, that's a good, I wish I would have made it project of the day fucking two weeks ago. So I wouldn't be pulling my fucking hair out. <laughs> they made a project of the day. All of a sudden, I shot up like crazy. It was nuts. And we end up being the Kickstarter. I want to thank everybody once again. For that and that's dope congratulations man i owe y'all uh, pineapple pizza again again run back the run back you love it you wouldn't you wouldn't keep offering it if you didn't like it well i keep getting more people on the page who don't know i mean who didn't see last time so that was what someone suggested they're like dude well i wasn't a part of the first one and i didn't get the chance to see it so now you gotta do it again that man loved that pineapple pizza. No, I, hell I did not. It was disgusting. He ate it. He took the first bite. Was, he saw a big was, old grin on the face. Papa. It was disgusting. He tried to hide it real quick. <laughs> Shout out, Ivy. Thank you for joining us. Uh, always a pleasure to see up? you, sir. Oh, so I just wanted to get that out the way. Thank you and shout well, out to everybody. As a proud owner of the first issue, um, mm-hmm. I look forward to the second. Thank you, sir. I'm excited. Uh, and I can honestly say that I am so kind to you that I'm going to save you shipping. You don't have to <laughs> oh man! You can just bring it to my can house. I just bring it to your house. Bring it to my hey, house. Hey, what a guy! That'll yeah. save me three bucks. I'll yeah. fucking. T- <laughs> hey, dude, that's three dollars. No, no, I'll this. take it. <laughs> yeah. I'll take it. However, the um, what's it called life size mech uh, with all the characters put together in mech form mm-hmm. I ordered. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna need that shit. You need that one. You need that one shipped. Yeah. No. Uh, um, but no, congrats, man. That's good shit. Yeah, I saw the post on Project of the Day that was dope. On the third Kickstarter, you're going to have to recreate that infamous Spider-Man video. Oh, with me crying? Mm. <laughs> they still use that shit. It was so fake. It was the fakest shit ever. And <laughs> yeah, people was like, look at him, look at him. That's funny. I mean, like, like it was just funny. That's fine. They can keep using it. All right, bro. All right, this dude bullshit. <laughs> All right, man. Uh... Hey, listen, man. Um, All bullshit aside, that's not funny, bro. Like, I think that you, you think you're being funny and being cute. That ain't right, bro. That ain't right. Because, you know, this is what, you know, we're doing this to hopefully, you know. Do this. Do this for <laughs> real. And, like, you kind of got us gassed up. And now you just kind of sort of bullshit. I didn't even know you could do that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I didn't even know you could do that. That's pretty foul. I'm not a fan of that, but that's okay. We'll yeah, I haven't even looked all too much into the donation thing, but I thought it was supposed to. I mean, because like I said, it didn't come through on the uh, on the PayPal, which it's linked to. So I don't even know if these is like I said. I don't even know if these is legit. Yeah, that's pretty weird. Yeah, um, it's strange. It's um, strange. It's strange. Um, so let's get to some more people who are bitter and salty. Bitter and salty. Who? Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> Jennifer, uh, let it go. You gotta, hey, hey, my, hey, my, hey, my lady, let that hate go. Let it go. I think it's funny coming from Jennifer Aniston of all people too. Why is that? Jennifer Aniston did like the same movie like thirty fucking times. That's what you remember. During the time when she did Friends, like that's all you did. You was the same character. Then. People thought all of a sudden thought you was super hot. Mm-hmm. So then you made one more character and you do the same character in every other role. Every other role. <laughs> now here's my thing. Here's my thing regarding this. Um, 
for those of you who don't know, for the audience, um, Jennifer Aniston um, made a comment about, um, you know, superhero films. Um, she was asked this question, and she responded to it. Um, you know, they take people's interviews and twist it up so that it turns into clickbait and get it going. But that's still practically what she said. Um, I, 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 it, it reeks of hatred. Like, I honestly believe that if she was cast for a superhero film, she wouldn't even be saying anything bad about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, nobody wants her. They picked Angie, so now she's mad. Ah, you know, <laughs> you, got, you gotta let that hate go. You gotta let that hate go. She's eternally I think, mad. I think that she's still mad at Angelina. Uh, Brad probably gonna be on a roll pretty soon too. <laughs> I'm shocked he hasn't been. To be real with you, oh, they just haven't got a hero big enough for him. Because prior to this, it would have been Cap. <laughs> That's true. Mister uh, Nice Guy said, "I appreciate the strip scene and Weird the Mill. Weird the Millers is great." <laughs> Weird the Millers is a great film. Like, I surprisingly, I was like, "Wow, this movie is actually." Surprisingly pretty decent. <laughs> All good. But anyways, uh, Jennifer Aniston made a little backhanded comment saying there's way too many. Uh, they're all just Marvel films. Which is an incredibly unfair thing to say. Because there's like uh, five, six hundred films dropping this year and only three of them are from Marvel. <laughs> Literally, only three of them are from Marvel. No. Not even like a Sony Marvel film. Just... Anything having to do with Marvel, it's just three of them. Just three of them. That's it. And so, the question isn't that... The argument isn't that there's too many Marvel films. The argument is the Marvel films are pretty much taking all the money. Pretty much. Yeah, they are. And that's an argument that you could say. Like, yeah. Even though I would go beyond that and say, Disney... Because there's another billion dollar film that came out this year. Two other billion dollar films that came out this year. And they're both from Disney. Yep. Actually, three. Now that I think about it, there are three non-Marvel Disney films that came out this year that crossed the billy. Aladdin. Yeah. Lion King. Yep. Toy Story 4. Yeah. And let's be real, Frozen 2 is going to do it. And let's be real again, Star Wars will do it as well. That's more... That's more Marvel films. Yeah. Than, more than the Marvel films. She, but it's all uh, Disney. Hold <laughs> uh, up. Uh, that's what she said. So she's saying that she's seeing diminishing opportunities for her. Which is why she's working for stuff on streaming sites now. Oh, that well, sounds like some hatred. Well, that sounds like, you know, be a better actress. You never hear Meryl Streep talk about diminishing opportunities. I, I have no remorse. I have no remorse for her because she got bad. Last I heard, niggas is spending half a billy for friends. Still, yep. She gets part of that. Niggas is spending three hundred, four hundred dollars. Niggas rollouts be her show, a show that she was on, a show that she's a part of. That's their rollout. So I, I have no remorse for her. Yeah. I have none. I have not a single iota of remorse for her if that's how she feels. Yeah. Like, 
Bitch, you haven't done this show in like 20 years. And you're still eating off of it. You're still getting checks. I don't want to hear nothing. <laughs> I'm sure people were saying that when they have friends running as a sitcom. It was like, well, you know, because of friends, our sitcoms aren't getting any, aren't getting any love. Fuck your other sitcoms. Anytime somebody's doing good, that means diminishing opportunity for somebody else. Like, if there's a car industry and all of a sudden somebody starts making a more amazing, cheaper car, mm-hmm. the other ones are going to be affected by that. <laughs> Nobody gives a fuck. That's, Nobody gives that's, a shit. that's how business works. Uh, <laughs> Ivy says she's also got that one show coming to Apple TV. So she's working. Like, that was another thing that kind of upset me about what she said. Like, why are you acting like you're not working at all? Like, people, this, she basically saying people aren't knocking down my door. Mm-hmm. So I'm laying in marble. Now, MTF says they just asked her what made her start working more for streaming. And she just threw in Marvel films. That's hate. That's inner hate, sir. Because she, she didn't have to bring up Marvel at all. Oh. Like, they didn't ask her that I mean, about that. You, you're, like, you're extending the blame out. Yeah. <laughs> Living single greater than friends. True. No lie. Um, but yeah, there, there's there's some hate True. there. There's some hate there. Like, and that's okay. She's entitled to however she feels. I'm entitled to say, I don't, I think that she's full of shit. <laughs> I think that there's more to it than just simply that. I think that it does have a little bit to do with Angelina. Excuse me. I think it does. That's just me. I wouldn't be surprised if she was going for more wrong. I pushed out. And like I just said, no one complained. Here's the deal. Because if the roles were reversed, she wouldn't even feel that way. If romantic movies were making about as much money as Marvel films are now, she'd be in all of them. She was when they were hot. Yeah, you know, McConaughey and Hugh Grant days and all those stuff. Yeah, yeah. She was doing the movies too. Yeah. That's it. She did them in the same role. Remember she had on the little movies where it's like, I'm the quiet little kind of mousy one who's finding herself throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden people started thinking she was hot and she changed the role. <laughs> she's been that same character ever since. Yeah. Now, <laughs> it seems like he feels a way about it. He says she just made one offhand comment. Yeah, um, and she's getting roasted for it. Here's the deal. That's, I mean, this, and me and him talked about this. I said, there's something called media training. Where when you do these interviews, you need to know what you can and shouldn't say. There's reasons for that. And I feel like she needs it. Because any PR person would have told him, no. Don't do it. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that. You're going to come off a way. Even if it's not true, you're going to come off a way. And sure enough, that's what happened. I'm not going to give it too much time because we have another hater that MTF, you can't say nothing about this. Mm. Rob Leefield, come to the, to the stage. Come to the panel. Come up to the congregation. Oh, we, bro, Rob, Rob Leefield. Leefield, Rob like Leefield. We, 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 we need to have a conversation with Rob Leifield. I think that we can all agree on this one. <laughs> Hater of the year. Um, Hater of the millennium. So, yeah, um, and Mr. Nice, Jimmy says she got a million an episode for the last season of Friends. Yep. Um, let me increase that. She's still eating off of Friends. Yeah. Every time Netflix and now WB renews that contract, they get a piece of that. Yep. They still eating. It ain't like that show went like, you know, three or four seasons before they were able to negotiate very well. They were the highest paid people on TV yeah. for a good while. Yeah. 
They still and eating. went straight into syndication. They still eating off of that shit. You notice most of them ain't doing shit. Like, a lot of them, half of them, are still doing shit because they love the industry and probably mostly out of boredom. But yeah. you notice most of them ain't really doing anything. They ain't pushing. They ain't, yeah, they ain't, they ain't, they ain't stressing. Pushing. They I mean, eating. I think what is it? Uh, Joey had uh, Joey had a little. Joey like, still has his show. Yeah, he, he still had has a Showtime show. Uh, the wife and I watched a little bit. I keep forgetting what it was called, but he's like in Hollywood doing kind of. It's funny. Yeah. Um, David Schwimmer ain't doing shit. Yeah. Uh, he comes out every ran every now. And he then. was Robert Kardashian. Yeah. <laughs> he was yeah, Robert, he was Robert Kardashian. Kardashian, and then he, he disappeared every now and again. He'll yeah. just stick his head out. Like, he's like, what happened? <laughs> I had a movie. Yeah, I kind of been there. Courtney Cox had that one show. Uh, Courtney Milltown. Cox did the most. Cougar Town. Yeah. yeah, Courtney Cox did the most. Courtney Cox made a career. Let's keep it with <laughs> Courtney made a career. Mister Nice, I said the fuck Ross doing cashing checks. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean he played he played little random roles when. Like, yeah, he did a little thing. He he did Fools Rush in. Yeah. Fools Rush in with Salma Hayek. Um, that was back in the day. Dad. Yeah, he also did yeah. Gross Point One. Was it Gross yeah. Point One? The one where. Gross. Uh, Gross point one? No. No, 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 no. He did the Paul The whole Harris. nine yards. No, the, that was, uh, that wasn't Ross. That, that wasn't was, Ross in the whole nine yards? No, that was, uh, Chandler. What? Chandler with Bruce Willis and everything. Matthew, uh, Perry. Oh, yeah. Okay, yeah. Matthew Perry. Okay, was, awesome. Okay. Yeah, it was, because they did the whole nine yards and the whole ten yards, and then they did, I think, a whole... Woo, Kaiju with the shot. She's mad because she's a mediocre <laughs> actress. And <laughs> the that yeah, no, she's she, she, she ah. mediocre. Like, keep it one hundred. She ain't like a great actress. Like, she, I feel like she was gassed up for so long on Friends. She was that she hasn't. She's she, still running on that gas. Keep The worst two characters in that show were Ross and Rachel. <laughs> Ross and Rachel, yeah, they were together, weren't they? Yeah, yeah. They, Ross and Rachel were like, because they, you know, they had a big focal part of the storyline. And it was like, yeah, you guys are the least likable motherfuckers. Phoebe be in movies too, yeah, but yeah, Phoebe every now and then yeah. though. Phoebe was doing something, like yeah. Now, and Phoebe had her own show. She had that little web show. It was I remember actually that. Pretty funny, where she was a psychiatrist. She, you know, like I said, you know, they all eating off of friends still. Like, yeah. let's keep it a buck. They're still eating off of friends. Living single, <laughs> living single is great. Um, Living Single was Living Single was great. They had a lot of real good uh, sitcoms back in those days that you know um, didn't really didn't get the praise that they got. Like uh, what was that one? Um, was it Unhappily Ever After? Unhappily Ever After. Yeah, yeah. that was the one where the what's it called Bobcat played the little uh, stuffed animal. Yeah. yeah, that shit was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Wow, uh, unhappily married? ever after. Yeah, because yeah. it was basically married with children. Yeah, like, like that, that. Ten years later, you the know married what I mean? with children clone. Yeah, uh, the it was like more modern married with children. Yeah, before but, modern family came. God, unhappily ever after. I haven't yeah. heard that in a long time. That shit was funny as fuck. That shit is great. Um, oh, Bobcat down there talking <laughs> like a stuffed animal. People actually think that that's how he like talks, legit talks, and no, I just that's, think that's, that's funny. Anyway, you know, Steinfeld hates him. <laughs> He's like, your act is so dumb. It's fucking gimmick. Uh, so, so Rob Liefeld, um, mm-hmm. hater of the year. I'm scared about Rob Liefeld. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, real quick, Ivy don't know what Friends is. Ivy, uh, uh, living single. Uh, living single is living single is Black Friends. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it's Black Friends. Yeah, it's they, black, they black friends. They hang out. <laughs> Couple of them get together. <laughs> Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> it's the same exact show. Um, <laughs> but yeah, Rob Liefeld is just... Rob Liefeld, for those of you who don't know, um, he has been on a roll lately. Um, he's very, very... 
opinionated. Which you're entitled to, but the problem is you're actually in the industry. You're in the industry. So since you're in the industry, you can't just be popping off like that. Like, he's doing his best to make sure he never gets hired again by anybody. And I don't know. So basically he talks shit about people. He blocks people and posts their pictures everywhere so people can make fun of them. Different things like that. It's just getting out of hand. Um, Facts. He's now had his sniper scope. Um. Yeah, he had his. He now has his sniper scope on Hotspox, on House of X, Powers of X. He has a sniper scope out on him, on that right now. So recently on a Reddit post, Rob Liefeld has like his own Reddit page. Yeah. So. Which is fine, whatever. Um, someone posted the picture of the upcoming new X Force book and says, "I think this looks good, and it'll be, and I'll be getting it." But this is an X Force. Putting Domino on a group of random mutants and calling it X Force. Nope. Stop right there. <laughs> Listen, Wolverine. Jean Grey, Beast, Colossus, these are not random mutants. <laughs> Matter of fact, every single one of these characters I announced have been on X-Force at least once, except for Beast. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, yeah. the only one that kind of doesn't feel right, but like you said, she's been on X-Force would be Jean. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's yeah. the only one that kind of feels out of place, but yeah. everybody else feels right. Yeah, Domino. Oh, yeah, so that's not random. Sage being on the team doesn't bother me. Sage seems like an X-Force character if anybody's ever read any Sage books. Yeah, because X-Force. X-Force, they're more like covert ops now. Like, that's the thing. The original concept of X-Force were they were the graduation of New Mutants. I think that is a narrative that is completely forgotten a lot. Mm-hmm. Is that the whole original concept of the X-Force were, the New Mutants were pissed off at Xavier. They felt neglected. They didn't want his dream no more. This nigga showed up and said, yo, let me teach y'all to be better than the X-Men. Roll with me. Then they became X-Force. So that's X-Force, but that isn't the narrative that the name needs to simply go out, go by from here on out. Mm-hmm. And, I, and it's changed different ways. It's basically become X-Men Wetworks. Like, they go and handle shit. Like, there's this group, I've said this from Jump, the whole, the X-Men universe can be its own comic book universe. It can be its own shit. Yeah, very um, true, very X, true. Yeah, X-Force, there's different teams that handle different shit. And so now they got the X-Force who are pretty much the Wetworks team. They're pretty much like, what needs to get fucked up? All right, we're here. Who, what needs to get shut the fuck down? All right, we're here. What needs to get done? That's basically where they're at with it. And if anybody read the most recent issues of Power, most recent issue of Power of the Powers of X, mm-hmm. you will know Professor Xavier and Magneto said, "By any means necessary." Mm-hmm. What needs to get that's, handled? That's what the man. That's the team the man talk about what, right here. What needs to get handled? <laughs> Who needs to get shut down? Who needs to get fucked up? And if anybody gonna be on that team, you know. Gonna be old stabby stab, mm-hmm. Wolverine. Stibbity stab, stabby stab. Stabity stab uh, is on the team. 
Uh, I do love Ke- uh, Omega, Kid Omega on the team. I think that's great. Quentin Quire. Mm-hmm. Um, Black Tom Cassidy being on the team. Anyways, we're, we're getting off tangent here. Black Tom uh, Cassidy, if anybody going to be the next one, Black Tom Cassidy, a criminal. <laughs> I mean, but they've had criminals on the team. Before. No, but I'm saying, like, right. no, when you were talking about the, uh, you know, any get shit done, mm-hmm. you put yeah. the motherfucker like Black Tom on the yeah. team. Yeah, no, and exactly. Strange though, he ain't black. Yeah, I know. They yeah, got nothing to do with being black. <laughs> <laughs> That's the greatest name ever for a character. It's like, this is Black Tom Cassidy. Why do you call him Black Tom? No fucking reason at all. What is his power? Tree shit. <laughs> well, before that, didn't he like make like illusions? Wasn't that his original power, Black Tom Cassidy? Because the tree shit was a secondary mutation. No, he became like a tree. But he had always had control, the ability to control so. like, life and shit like that. I don't remember him having any illusion shit because he hung out with uh, Mastermind. Let me see. Then, I, let me. I could be wrong. I'm open to being wrong. Because um, he was on the original Brotherhood. <clears throat> originally... Okay, okay, so, okay, originally Black Tom was a mutant whose principal power was the ability to generate and discharge concussive blasts of force through a wooden medium. Yeah. He typically carried a shrill, what the fuck is that? A cane. Oh, what it is, it's a cane. He got a pimp cane. A traditional Irish wooden fighting stick. (laughs) We should use as a focus for his power. He was immune to Banshee's sonic powers. As the two cousins' powers cancel each other out on contact, that is a forgotten realm, that is a forgotten thing in mutant history that relatives can't hurt each other with their mutant power. I think that's been forgotten in the years, and I hope that Jonathan Hickman brings that back. Anyways, um... Yeah. No, we can yeah. get that point. Because I remember he had to have the wood with it. Yeah, yeah. And then I remember he became a tree for a so while. So now he's a tree, so now he's fucking oh, shit up. I think he was a tree. <laughs> yeah, he's fucking shit up. So anyway, someone posted that on the on the feed uh, about the X-Force comic. Rob Liefeld replied and said, these are all going to disappoint. Oh, hold on, hold on. <clears throat> I got to change my voice here. <clears throat> Here's my Rob Liefeld voice. <clears throat> oh, okay. These are all going to disappoint. House of X was smoking mirrors for its run and its success was achieved on the talent of its two artists, Pepe and R.B. Silva, providing above and beyond the stale subject matter. Now, they've spilled the concept out into 10 or so books. The results will not be the same. What? Um... I want to ask Rob, mm-hmm. where do I get that cocaine, bro? You on some good shit. Oh, he on that. Uh, <laughs> he on that booger sugar. He on that. He on that China white. He on that of a booger, different dimension. You think he on the booger sugar? The booger sugar. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He on that booger sugar. Hey, listen, hey, man. You got that nose candy bar? Hey, listen, man. Since when have the X Men had hella title? Not have hella titles. Whoa, whoa, whoa! The X Men have multiple titles. Yeah. Like the X Men. Yeah. Oh man, that's that's just a crazy thought. I mean, let's let's find out how many titles there are. There's the X Men team. Okay. There's Marauders. Yes. There's uh uh in um 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 Fallen Angels. Mm-hmm. There's X Force. Mm-hmm. There's Excalibur. And now the Wolverine team. That's only six titles. Um, Am I missing one? 
the currently you're talking about, right? I know. I'm talking about just uh, the Dawn of X stuff. Oh, Dawn of X. Yeah, I think that's only six. Yeah, there's only six. Yeah, yeah MTF just said there's six titles. Yeah, that's it. So what that's the fuck light. is he talking about with ten titles? Yeah, like f- six titles for X Men. That's light. <laughs> that's light work. Nigga, there was a time Gambit, Rogue, and Nightcrawler had a monthly series at the same time. <laughs> Bruh, there's a time where I think there was more than one fucking X-Men cartoon show on TV at the same time. I'm just time. saying, like, I don't know what the fuck he's talking about. This just reeks of hatred. Oh, yeah. Now, he, he, he re- he's mad, especially because of the uh, current lawsuit he's trying to put together for Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's just in light of that. Because, number one, let's keep it 100. If he if he was smart in any way, mm-hmm. he would have said, like, Oh, wait, you no, know, there's seven. Seven. There's seven titles. New Mutants. No. Okay, so all together, all together. X-Men, mm-hmm. New Mutants, mm-hmm. Excalibur, mm-hmm. Marauders, mm-hmm. X-Force, mm-hmm. Fallen Angels, and now the Wolverine Solo. Uh, That's still only seven. Anybody else, nobody else getting solos that we know of? At this point, no. Okay. No. Um, I think seven is solid. Um, I don't think we need any more than that. I mean, especially when you go to them the fact that uh, the X-Men have had so many titles and solos yeah. and series that it takes me like 30 seconds to scroll from the bottom to the top of the list of how many goddamn series yeah. the X-Men yeah. have had. Um, what the end is here? But Wolverine doesn't come out until next year. Yeah, you're right. I'm just saying it's still a part of the Dawn of X because yeah. they announced they're doing more titles. Yeah. And so, I mean, the credit for, the, credit for the, the popularity of House of X really goes to Hickman. Absolutely. I mean, don't get me wrong. The art is beautiful. Mm-hmm. I love the art, but the art didn't make this book. And I'm one, I'm quick to be like, look, I will I will very quickly leave many books if the art starts to just be trash. And I'm a big fan of good art, but this didn't drive this book. Absolutely. Let's keep it 100. Absolutely. Let's keep it 100. Uh, Ultimates had some times with shitty art, and I still read it. Yeah. It was very well. that. America had great art, and it had a shitty-ass fucking writing. <laughs> now, if you would have said this oh, about America... That's a great example. That's a great example. Because Joe Kennedy can draw his ass off. Yeah. And he was killing the covers. It looked great. It looked like, fantastic. Uh, Agent Goodhair looked good. <laughs> name to give her. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. Agent looked good hair. Looked that good hair, hair looked good. <laughs> Which all is funny. Shit. The funny-ass name would... Every agent there had good hair because it was all a whole bunch of white people. Yeah, but then, <laughs> but she was the only agent good hair. But yeah, no, nah, but for real, like, um, art doesn't she was save Italian books. Good hair. <laughs> art doesn't save the book. It doesn't. Um, even though, if, if you ask me, nobody's talking about the art. I was even the only few people that was like, it's drawn extremely well. I don't hear, when, when I hear people talk, no one's really talking about the art like that. Which sure. is a shame. Which is a shame if you ask me because that was great with it. She said we uh, need some Wally West art on the wall. Dude, I don't even my flash my literally my flash uh picture is like Who the three fuck feet is Wally me. West? Oh, uh, Wally West is the flash. The little black kid? No, that's Wallace. Rasheed Wallace? The basketball player she who also the, wore a flash outfit. What's that nigga? Rasheed Wallace. Rasheed Wallace. Rasheed Wallace. Wallace. Mind your own, your own world, <laughs> mind you. Nigga. Nigga. <laughs> That's some E40. Y'all, if y'all ain't Cali, you don't get them. If y'all you don't, don't know them. that, E40 funds are really from the motherfucking busy out there in Vallejo, V-Town, baby. Ooh. Now, Rob Lightfield did say something, and I do want to reveal it on here. Oh, he said something. This that that was be... interesting, because I did some research. Don't worry, DC is going to fix it all with... 5G. 
We got to talk about that, too. Uh, we'll talk about that. Because um, I think that DC have lost their goddamn mind, but, you know, I get called a hater for that. So, anyways. Um, DC can't lose their mind. They won't finish the storyline. Did you like the... <laughs> did you, did, did you, you like the clock stop ticking? <laughs> <laughs> you stupid as fuck. You stupid. Um, let me ask you something. Warren McTaggart. Uh-huh. You know how he changed there? That was great, wasn't it? Ooh. How he changed Maura McTaggart. How she was... She is a mutant, but it doesn't, like, register. And she could be reborn, and she could, she's reliving. Okay. Okay? That's cool, right? She's Miss Groundhog Day, yeah. He completely stole that idea. I gotta, I gotta admit it. Pikmin did? Yeah. He completely stole that idea from a book called... The first 15 lives of Harry August. I googled it, looked it up, read it. Not read all of it, but read the synopsis. Yeah. <laughs> Is it the same book that inspired Groundhog Day? Or no? What? I think Groundhog Day was his own thing. Was it? Okay, um, maybe. The 15 lives of I've Harry... Heard, I've heard that. Me I've too. I've heard the name of the book, the book that you're talking about before. But okay, first fifteen lives of Henry August. Let me see where this when this came out. So Henry August was a mutant. Yeah, no, this came out in two thousand fourteen. Oh, okay, so no. So oh, basically, no. what separates this from Groundhog Day? Why did I hear that? This movie, this book name. Uh, I, it Somebody got, said it was related to something, but it wasn't this. It I'm got it got it got um a lot of praise. Okay. Um, what made the fifteen lives of Harry August different was that when. You know, in Groundhog Day, the person would die, and then they would start back at just this random moment. Yeah. What made the, the, the 15 Lives of Harry August different was that when he died, he went right back to the womb. Yeah. And he had to, like, pretend to not be able to walk, pretend to not be able to talk or think. Yeah. Um, and so that's basically what happened there. Uh, MTS says, I believe Hickman shouted Arthur out, too. He did. And that's why at first I was like, nah, he didn't do that. But then I did some research, and like almost a year ago, he was shouting out the artist. He's like, yo, I just read this book. Oh, I loved it. It seems like he got it from that. But you know what? Who gives a shit? (laughs) (laughs) Who cares? Let me tell you something. Batman was created because the guy was reading Zorro. Batman even lost his parents at a Zorro premiere. At a Zorro movie. That's why it makes me laugh when people say Batman's not a copy of Zorro. Nigga, do you know Batman? He was he died leaving a Zorro movie. I mean, his parents died leaving a Zorro movie. That's the whole concept. Batman is basically Zorro Holmes. Sherlock Zorro. This is exactly what he is. <laughs> And that's okay. Sherlock, Zorro. Sherlock Holmes. I mean, Zorro Holmes Shadow. Like that's yeah. these those three things combined into one. Yeah, that's who he is. Hickman acknowledged it, but does something different with the resurrections. I agree. I agree. But we, I think we can all agree, it's heavily influenced by it. I mean, you know, look, people love that. People came and went and saw Avatar, and it's just Fern Gully. One hundred percent Fern Gully. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, I think, but I, I, I do want to reveal that I do plan on reading that book because it does seem interesting to me. 
Okay. Um, but I think that Rob Liefeld is just hating his fucking ass off. That's what he does. He he's just hating, and he's just talking a lot of shit, and he just won't Yo, stop talking Kevin's about like it. One of the few people who literally goes around and have I'm a hater days. Where he yeah. just goes around and talks about blocking people. Yeah. It wasn't the same one that started posting people's pictures. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Like that. That's when I fully lost respect for him. Like, all right, bro. All right, man. Well, a dick. All right, bro. You're he's doing very the most. sad, sad person. You're doing the most. And now yeah. he's trying to sue Marvel for something. And I'm like, didn't they just give you the bag for a character? And now you're trying to sue them again? Like, you're trying to make sure you never get work in this industry ever. Do we need them? We don't. But I am concerned about something. What? I have a feeling Lightfield is slowly becoming the new EVS. Maybe. The way he's acting, the way that he's moving, the way that he's talking right now, he he's he's becoming the new EVS. And like I'm like, we don't need another EVS. I hope he doesn't get that bad, but I think this is just the beginning. I think that he's going to get worse and worse, especially when Hotspox starts blowing up more and more and more. Um, yeah, so that's all I got to say about uh, that. And it should. I mean, let's keep it 100. You know, the X-Men have been stale for a long fucking time. Yes. Um, Lightfield wasn't doing shit about that. Yes. Um, that's it. I mean, what was like? Didn't Lightfield create that major X motherfucker or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah. Well, fuck, want that. <laughs> and I think that's what I honestly think that's what Rudy's really pissed off about I honestly think that's what he's really mad about I think that he is mad that he's like where's Major X <laughs> oh, I mean look, the motherfucker made it a character from existence a mutant Shangri-La <laughs> and called it existence existence with an X and like uh-huh. basically basically you said okay so I'm gonna sit down I'm gonna look at Deadpool and I'm gonna look at Cyclops, and then I'm gonna look at a bounty hunter, and that's gonna be my new character. No, no, no. This is facts, though. This is 100% facts. Major <laughs> X was a doodle that Rob Lightfield did years ago, like in like the mid 90s. A random character he doodled because he was actually he started drawing Deadpool. <laughs> Maybe, perhaps. I mean, look at him. Maybe it's perhaps, Deadpool. Perhaps it's I, bounty hunter I, Deadpool. Perhaps. It's Boba Deadpool. <laughs> Boba Deadpool. It's Boba Pool. Uh, some people, uh, I mean, it looks like, I mean, I don't know. Like, but for real, like, he was a character that he drew, like, for fun, for the fuck of it. And then Probably just said, all right, that's what it is. And just kept pushing. Huh. So, and he's a goddamn another Summers. Who the fuck needs another Summers? Oh, God We got damn too it. many already. It's trash. But Rob Lightfield does have a following. He has a following. He has a fan base. And people fuck with him. So, I can see Marvel saying, hey, let's get some of that money. One of his listed powers is swordsmanship. Energy, <laughs> manipula- energy manipulation, swordsmanship, and on combat. So, this nigga is Shatterstar? <laughs> so, no. He, he's basically, he's, he's Cable Deadpool. He's Cable Deadpool. He's Cable Deadpool. He's Cable Deadpool. Uh, uh-huh. That's it. He's Cable Deadpool. Wow, it really took us to the Nailed future it. with that one. Nailed it. <laughs> Nailed Cable it. Deadpool. Um, I think this is also a good segue. Uh, Hox Pox is over, and I don't know what to do with my life now. Um, I don't ever. I don't think I want to read any X Men books anymore. Hey, listen to me, man. I think I'm done. I think that that was a conclusion for me. That was the end. I need you to hear me out real quick, real though, for real. And this goes to everybody. Um, that was the worst thing to happen to the X Men. 
Hawks Pox kind of sort of ruined the X-Men for me. And I don't know how I feel about it. Because I realize that at some point, like uh, uh, Hickman's going to have to stop writing X-Men. He's going to have to stop. Um, and I think to his Fantastic Four run, and how that hasn't been topped yet, and I look back at his Avengers run, and how that hasn't been topped yet. You can slow down with the true statements. <laughs> the truth doesn't have breaks. <laughs> it's just facts. This sucks. This sucks. I'm sorry. I'm like, this is fucking amazing. Because Jonathan Hickman isn't a writer. I think that that is doing him a disservice by just referring to him as a writer. John Hickman is a storyteller. He's a no. world builder. There you go. He's a world builder. This is what separates the um this is what separates the um the the, the Hemingways from the Neil Gaimans. This is what separates the Steinbecks from the J.R.R. Tolkien's. There is a difference between the two. There are people who write really good stories that are great. But once the story is done, it's done. Yep. Then there are people who make things that last forever. And yep. it can be expounded upon. Mm-hmm. That's what Hickman does. That's what Hickman has done numerous times. You see this a lot in Hollywood, actually, with uh, television shows mm-hmm. and movies. Mm-hmm. Where the first one's a really good idea... But then mm-hmm. it makes so much money that they push them to make another one. Mm-hmm. The second one stinks because it was just one really good idea. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? They, yeah. uh, you're trying to piece things together. And like you said, there's some people who are able to build a world where you can make six, seven, eight, nine, three thousand different movies with it. Hold up, because before you go further, <laughs> MTF is a goddamn fool. <laughs> he said, Life Feels Comics Gate Movement will never see the feet. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> I see what you did there. Uh-huh. I see what you did uh-huh. there. <laughs> see what you did there. MTF is a mutant. That is his mutant power. Just come up with shit. Like quips. That. He has a mutant power. Uh, quips. Shit. Um, game player one fifty eight. Thank you for joining us. Said the X Men finally have a happy ending. Bullshit. <laughs> Bullshit. What they have is a happy beginning. No. It's going to end horribly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was gonna it's going to end well, terribly. Because, I mean, they already laid it out if you read the last book. Or said, we lose no matter what. Yeah. There's no win. Yeah. And it's a beautiful kind of concept when you think about it. Because mutants were never meant to win. Uh-huh. Human is a, hum, the human species is a constantly evolving species until we are destroyed. Mm-hmm. So, just like, you know, mutants are basically, you know, are homo sapiens. Mm-hmm. Are going through basically what the Cro-Magnons, uh, Homo erectus, etc., etc., went through, and that is you're being replaced by something mm-hmm. the next generation, which would eventually have to happen to the mutants as well. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean. Everything gets replaced. It's how evolution works. If not, we basically would be like the Kree and we become stale. Exactly, <laughs> and then have to experiment to make ourselves better. And yeah. that's how we Our get best. inhumans. But uh, exactly. Um, and be jealous there, of the scrolls. There's already <laughs> trouble in <laughs> there's already trouble in paradise. Like any society, any society, mm-hmm. there is discrimination. Oh, uh, from jump. Like discrimination off rip. 
Yep. I love the when... creator discriminating. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I love off rip uh, uh, the, when they finally get the circle and they say, what's the first order of business? And they bring out saber tubes. And I love Kurt Nightcrawler says, ah, the oldest form of society, judgment. Yep. The oldest form. What a, what a way. Nightcrawler series by Jonathan Hickman when Nightcrawler series by Jonathan Hickman. Nightcrawler gets, I mean, Jonathan Hickman gets Nightcrawler. He gets yep. him. He gets him. Yep. Um, little things like that. So, um, you know, it's funny too, because even though Tass hates the series, I always thought one of the best. Don't things, do it. One of the best things that they did with Nightcrawler is in Earth X. Oh my they, fucking God. Earth X is coming back too. Ah! I know you're bad. A little bit. I don't know you bad. A little bit. But little um, bit. In, in Earth X, what ends up happening with Nightcrawler is Nightcrawler. Nightcrawler loses his way to a degree, and he ends up taking over the role of Belasco. He mm-hmm. ends up becoming basically Satan. Mm-hmm. And in the by the end of it, what he does because he feels that you know people who spurn their lives, you know um, people who spurn their existence don't deserve heaven. He takes them into limbo, basically, which is mm-hmm. their new hell. Mm-hmm. And he becomes basically that guardian, that gateway. Mm-hmm. Because he is that believer. Because he's there. You know, yeah. he believes that those, you know, you shouldn't do certain things in life. Mm-hmm. And it's fucked up because one of the first beings he takes is, uh, isn't is Sabretooth, it's Claw. Somebody who's very much like Sabretooth. Where yeah. You're beyond redemption. Yeah. You are very Claw has redemption. done some fuck shit. Oh, yeah. Claw is a villain that needs to be brought back in a great way. Yeah. Question. Would you be down for a Jonathan Hickman written Black Panther series? Yeah. Like I said. Why you say it like that? Well, Nigga, I, was, I will, I'm crawling well, with dead bodies the only, for that. The only thing I was going to say with Jonathan Hickman that I like, because I feel Black Panther is to a degree kind of limiting, only in the ah. sense that your own, I like Jonathan Hickman with teams, because he sees dynamics so well. Like, he can give me a whole bunch of characters and bring all of them into the light. So, like you said, okay. we saw so many characters in here that we would, I would have never expected Gold Balls to show up. Proteus. Like, what he does with characters is great. And we don't have that many in Wakanda. That's true. That need that level of oof. That's true. Especially okay. not right now. I'm with That's, you. Don't get me wrong. I think he could kill it. Mm-hmm. Not saying that. I'm just saying... It's just not where I would like. It doesn't excite me. As no, much. I got you. As yeah, you, you know said, what? Like, I agree. Put Hickman on Guardians. I'm like, ooh, okay. Mm, I like that. I like I'm that. Like, like, take take Hickman to the cosmic. I want a Hickman TNC co-written X Men Wakanda crossover. That would be great. That would be fantastic. See, it would have to involve gentle. Yeah. It would have gentle, to involve manifold. gentle manifold. Exactly. Um, gentle manifold. Uh... That's probably Aurora, of course. No, no more. Namor. Okay, Namor. Namor. Matter of fact, because they don't want Namor. Like, you need to pull up on him to answer for his actions, and they will fuck with you. No, you're right. No, you're absolutely right with you. Can you go to pull up that page, um, um, from the last issue, um, where they show uh the list of the island? Uh, yeah. I think it's towards the end, right? Yeah. Right now, that's the end there. Can you do it? Can you change it so that it's the, all the pages? So, uh, so that just one page, right there. Yeah, damn. all pages. There we go. All right, I wanted I want to show everybody this because people were asking, and I wanted to 
go over this. That part was crazy. Right there. God, I love this series. And you see them thousands of years in the future, and they all fail. Yeah. They all fail because that's just what this is all about. Well, that's what they told him is we're destined to fail. We lose no matter what. We lose. We're going to be evolved past. Doesn't matter how long. We're not the end. Mm-hmm. That is fucking beautiful. Like no matter what we do, this is the end. I still hate the scene. Why? Because I, to- I totally thought of this before it happened. Don't make me do this. Tell us. Don't make me. Do I told this. you I wanted. Tell I wanted. I wanted Siren to hit Dazzlers. They've done that before. I wanted that. I wanted They've it. Done it yeah, but not in a concert environment. <laughs> That's true. Okay. That's okay. what the whole right, thing okay. is supposed to be. All right, like all she's sitting okay. up there performing okay. and she hits it. Alright, alright. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. Like all right. that's how I'll it give was. You that. I was gonna say. And the worst part is because she's looking at her dad, uh-huh. the scene was gonna work with actually um she she's partially knocked out. Mm-hmm. And then um what's it called? Uh Lady Mastermind goes inside of her head, uh-huh. and to get her to basically wake up and scream out, she shows her a picture of her dad who's supposed to be dead, mm-hmm. who's now fucking alive. Who's now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he's supposed to show her that, and that you know piece uh-huh. of trauma uh-huh. gets her to scream, you know, and do that. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, well, I mean, you laid it out. Yeah. Now, now I can't do nothing but copy. No, I got you. I got you. No, that's fine though. I, I don't think people are gonna. Uh, where is it? Where is it? Maybe it was in the last issue. Maybe but it is. basically, but basically, they they were showing all the different like separated parts of um, and I think it was in Hotspots. Um, not a, this all good. We'll find it. Um, so basically, they're they're showing the list of all the different places on the island. There's a blank one, and people are like, "What's that blank one?" Maybe that's it right there. Maybe that is what it was. No, that's the seats. Okay, that's the seats. Okay. I think it was in Hotspots number five. Um, but yeah, um, I think that will be Atlantis. You think I think so? that they are saving a spot for Atlantis. Are you sure that's not the... See, I, I for whatever reason, thought that's where Moira is with her cone of silence. Because remember, oh, she's separate from everybody else. Okay. Okay, okay, I'm fucking with that. Because I didn't, I I, if I don't, if I recall correctly, I don't recall seeing her thing, and then we get to see them go to where she is <laughs> at the end. And remember, she's removed. Nobody else is supposed to know about That's her. That's true. That's true. That's true. You're absolutely right. Uh, Ivy said, what if Hickman got to do Ultimates? He did do Ultimates. Why do you think it was <laughs> oh, so no, good? No, he's thinking, no, he's thinking Ultimates. He's thinking, um, like, ah, uh, oh, shit, that'd be crazy. Uh, with Blue Marvel. There it is. That's what we're looking at. Um, he's thinking that. No, Game Player 158. No, he's thinking of the Blue Marvel team with uh, Miss America yeah, and shit. Yeah, yeah. He, but, but he did actually do the Ultimates team when they were in the Ultimate Universe. Yeah, which was fucking which was, fire. Yeah, yeah, which was Captain America and all of them. Um, <clears throat> Damn, I'd be, I'd be hella down with that. I'd be absolutely down with that. Um, a Jonathan hit. Yeah, that'd be great. Oh, man. Um, I'm thinking of what you and Dick. Yeah, yeah, exactly. No, I'm with that, too. The problem is most of that team, more than half of that team is on the Avengers now. Uh, so we've got all the different places. We've got the House of X, House of M, Arbor Magna, Magna mm-hmm. Resurrection Area, mm-hmm. the Arena, Academus Habitat, trans, Main Transit Area, Oracle, the Grove, the Cradle, the Reservoir, the Wild Hunt, Sinister uh, got his Sinister. own spot. Yeah, well, he's doing the genetic research and stuff. That's true. So he's got to have it. Hellfire Bay for the Hellfire folks. 
The Red, uh, the red Keep, for I'm guessing the Red King. Uh-huh. Blackstone, I'm guessing for the Black King. The White, White Palace. Palace, which I'm guessing is, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Emma's place. Mm-hmm. Transit, the Point, Danger Island, and then I'm Transit. guessing 18 because it's listed. Remember when, in the next issue, they call it Moira's No Space. Okay, so, so that's, that's got to be I where that is. That's yeah. got to be where that is. And, you know, so once again, we already have discrimination we are Especially because, like you said, it's way out here where nobody's supposed to know. Damn, you're right. Yeah, that's got to be like Morris Place. So we already have distrust. Yeah. We already have deceivery. I don't even know if that's a word. Deceit? Deceit, thank you. We already have deceit. We already seen Xavier doing fuck shit. <laughs> he was bored. To- well, and I like that conversation with Moira because they basically lay out was like, I'm going to make you into a bastard. Like, you may have these high hopes and whatever, but you're better that way. Mm-hmm. And that's how, I'm, that's what I'm going to need you to be. Mm-hmm. I can't have you being the passive, you know, good-natured mm-hmm. person. I need you to be basically evil. <laughs> and me and, you know, anything me and, uh, necessary. Absolutely. Me and MTF get into it. Not really get into it, but we we're, we highly disagree on this. Uh, Xavier's a fuck. A fuck boy. He's been that way from jump. Yeah. He's been that way off rip. Yeah. I mean, that probably wasn't what Stan Lee intended for him to be. But throughout the line, you start to realize, wait a minute, you've done some fucked up shit. Yeah. <laughs> He's a cult leader. <laughs> He's a cult leader. Not just that, he was like one of them, he was like the Comey, you know? <laughs> like the, the, the African guy that got the kids to fight the war for him. Yeah. This is exactly what he did. He could have got some grown niggas to fight his war. He didn't. He grabbed teenagers. Yeah, he he went after children, even though he a full-grown-ass mutant. Yeah. There are other full-grown-ass mutants. Yeah. But who is susceptible to manipulation the best? Mm-hmm. And you got to think about it. This is coming from a fucking telepath. Yeah. <laughs> he yeah. could literally convince anybody to do what the fuck he wants. Absolutely. And he went and got kids. Absolutely. And he not only that, but... He got he put kids in the line of fire. Yeah, absolutely. Willingly. While he stayed at home. Yeah. Put them niggas in masks. Yeah. Told them nobody can know that you do good. I remember <laughs> I remember back I forgot what issue it is, I gotta find it. But where Cyclops kinda questioned that. Like, dude, I've done some fuck shit for you. Did you make me do that? And Xavier was like, Of course not. And Cyclops was like, Well, how would I know? And Xavier said straight up, I love Xavier's answer. You don't. You don't know. It's truly like, how would I know? Call your your wife. But no, (laughs) he's even more powerful than her. He's more powerful than Jeans. Oh, well, it depends on what Tuesday. That's that's true. That's true. But but, yeah, like, like he can hide all that shit. Call either of his wives. And we can dig that shit up. (laughs) Where is the Marquise of Death in this Hickman series? Is he dead? The Marquise of Death. Tell me more. Um, Marquise of Death. Marquis of Death. The Marquis of Death. Um, so basically, um, yeah. So there is there's discrimination. We keep bouncing off of that. Um, I remember this dude, but was the one only mutant to have listed his reality. I don't know. He could Where be. Where was he from? Oh shit. Yeah, I remember Clyde a dude showing the, up. Oh, shit. I forgot about this dude. Um, hold on. Let's see. 
Oh, he can't show up. He's not invited. Yeah, to he out. was from no, he was from the 1985 no. series that Mark Millar did. Yeah. Okay. But he can't pull up though. Okay. He can't pull okay. up. Okay. No, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. No, he, he's not he, a precog. He, that's that falls right in there. There's psychics on the island. He's Ooh. not a precog. Who? Gene. He's Gene. not a psychic. Gene is a Gene psychic. Doesn't see the future. Gene's a telepath and a telekinetic. Telepathy and telekinesis are very different than being a psychic. Psychics, you see possible futures and outcomes and situations. Now, Jim you says... precognition. Jim says, <laughs> Jim says he's like the most powerful mutant. I would say Mr. M is. Uh, I, would I would say, say Franklin Richards is. Oh, Franklin man. Richards, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Franklin, Franklin Richards, Hyperstorm. <laughs> Franklin is a problem now. Yeah. They... Boy, I gotta kill that nigga. They gotta get him out of here. Let's keep it 100. Let's keep it 100. There is no multiverse without Franklin Richards. This is true. This is true. That's that. That is that. So, so Um, long story short, um, Moran Metagor says the only way that this can continue is if the mutants don't know that we're fucked. (laughs) If they don't know that we're fucked, we might be able to get through all this shit. <laughs> as long as they don't know that we're fucked. <laughs> so now there's a rule. No precogs. Yep. No precogs. Yep. So there's going to be a lot of mutants that won't be resurrected. It's, but you got to wonder, it's like, is that as much strategy or is that haterism based off uh, a previous interaction? <laughs> Boy, don't forget, remember. Not at all. Now here's the deal. This is straight up discrimination. This is straight up like uh, uh, Jim Crow shit we're going through right here. This is the separate bathrooms, the separate water fountain thing. Like, even within the mutants, like they're doing that. So, um. Yeah. No, but there's no, there are no precogs. So, so, so here's how we go. Here's what we're doing. So, so Franklin Richards is gone. Blindfold. Can't come. Not on the cook. Not invited to cookout. What sucks is that Legion can't come, just in case he just wakes up with precog powers. No, he's got <laughs> it in there. No, it, it's happened before. Yeah, it's happened it, before. So, so, so that means no, you can't show up. Yeah. Uh, Nate Gray. He's not allowed. Uh, X Man. He no, he can't stay show up. Time, stay yeah, on time, Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Ozzy Mendez. He can't show up. Nope. Gateway. Gateway can see the future a little bit. He can't show up. The Witness. I forgot about The Witness. Uh, he can't show up. Taro. Remember from uh, White Queen's original Hellion squad? Taro. She can't show up. And last but not least, um, MTF says, why is Bishop allowed? Bishop doesn't have precog. His future He's is from gone. The future, yeah. His future is done. He's so not he doesn't know shit. He doesn't yeah. know anything. Why Cable, Cable and Bishop can't see the future. They existed in a future that don't exist no more. Right. I mean, that's been their problem since they got back in the first place. Right. Is, you know, they've constantly been fighting a war that technically can't happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, this ain't your reality. The fact that you're here now right. means right. it ain't your reality. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> now, not how time works. Now, what sucks is because I said this online and people got in my helmet about it and they were, like, disagreeing with me. Layla Miller. Yep. Layla Miller cannot come to the cookout. Nope. She's not allowed to the mutiny. She's not. <laughs> she's not allowed to the mutiny. Nope. Now, people got on my head and said, well, she's not a precog. 
her entire power set. That's her power is to know everything. She knows things. Now she they walked say, around and literally said that every yeah, fucking book. Her yeah. first like fifty issues. The, the, the <laughs> chick said we're gonna be together in a relationship, and and, and multiple men was like, uh, "You're like 12. Yeah. <laughs> and then she went to the future, got older, and came back, <laughs> and ended up being, yeah. being together. She even talked about she doesn't even like you know you look so different without that tattoo, and he's like, "What?" And then they realized that, yeah, yeah. No, one of you will come. You'll get mm-hmm. an M tattoo on your face. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Boom, death is you. Yeah. You come back. Absolutely. Like, so Layla Miller cannot come to the cookout. They're saying, oh, well, her powers are based on her experience. Blah, 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 blah. You think that Maura Mataggart is going to let that slide? Imagine, hey, what's this girl's power? Oh, I know everything. Oh, shit, uh, you can't be here. No, 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 no. My precog is limited. Stop. Right when she said my precog is, stop it. (laughs) Right there. I don't give a shit. There's too much at stake. Linda Miller is not allowed on that island. She's not allowed. She's not allowed. If they ain't going to let Franklin pull up, which he's the biggest asset they could possibly ever have, they literally ain't getting on the ticket either. Yeah. This ain't going to happen. Yeah. This ain't going to happen. June said if Reed called up Galactus to destroy uh, Kirkoa, could the mutants stop him? Why uh, would Galactus show up just to fuck up an island? That well, doesn't make here's, sense. Here's what I would say. Um, oh, well, I mean, you know, Reed could lie and say, you know, there's exotic energies there. No, that no, no, no. Let, let me make this better. Let me make it better. Change, he deleted, I don't know why, but change Galactus to Silver Surfer. Yeah, because Reed has called pulled up to Silver Surfer on a mutant before. On a mutant and, before. And let me keep it 100 with you. Uh, for what they have right now without, like I said, if they don't have Franklin... Legion, um, yeah, basically Franklin and Legion, like, and maybe Mr. M. Mm-hmm. There's nobody on that island that's gonna step to Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer could, if he wants to, annihilate the planet. He could transmutate the entire island if he wants to. That yeah. motherfucker transmutated the entire planet, basically changing all the people's biology yeah. from one to an entire another. Silver Surfer <laughs> took away Cable's powers. He yeah. took away peak cable powers. No, when Nathan no, was no. Peaked. not even. It's not even peaked. You're talking about like extra benefit. Yeah, <laughs> he was beyond peak. That motherfucker had a healing factor and everything. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. this was cable beyond cable. Yeah, that was that was cable when you know because cable ca- zenith. Cable was always supposed to be the best, but but uh, you know they had to put that shit inside of him to make him not the best. <laughs> Yeah. Well, they got rid of that thing that made him not the best, and the cable became the best. <laughs> so much so, he almost took over the planet. <laughs> yep. And fucking uh, uh, Reed had to make the call. Reed, Reed, Reed has speed, sur- Surfer on speed dial. Surfer pulled up without a word. He didn't even try to negotiate with the fucking uh, cable. What was fucked up about that was that Silver Surfer made it look like he was losing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And Cable was like, yeah, I'm getting, I can't believe it. I'm getting at the Silver Surfer. Silver Surfer said, oh, that's cute. <laughs> you know, that's cute. Oh, you destroyed my board? Oh, shit. Oh, shit, son. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> oh, boy, are you good? Stop. <laughs> Everybody out here think they Thanos now, nigga. Ooh. Yeah. I'll take ass whoopers like Stop. that. Stop. <laughs> oh, nice powers you got there. Be ashamed if someone just got rid of them. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> Kim was like, wait, <laughs> you can just take my powers away? 
Cable was no. talking that shit too. Oh, your board unbreakable. He's like, I just uh, broke your board, board, bitch. Like, was, yeah, Cable was talking mad head. For those of you who don't know, surprisingly, and listen to us here, the Cable Deadpool series was fucking fire. This is not a lie. This is not a joke. The Cable Deadpool series by Fabian Nietzsche. Not Deadpool Cable. Yeah, no, not cable, Deadpool Cable. Deadpool. Cable Deadpool. The order is important. It really is. <laughs> no, no, it really is. Even though, bad. even though I think they reprinted them, <laughs> and now it's Deadpool Cable. That pissed me off. Like, don't uh, do that. Don't do that. I'm gonna fuck. I don't know do every that. single one. Uh, I don't know every single copy is Cable don't Deadpool. Don't do that. It's Cable Deadpool. Yeah. Knock it off. Yeah. And if you think I'm lying, go try and find Cable Deadpool back issues. I bet you can. <laughs> I bet you can. You know yeah. why? Because Cable Deadpool was fucking fire. Yep. Cable Deadpool is the best Deadpool series. Yeah, hands it's down. the best Deadpool hands series. Down. Hands down. If you want to get anybody into the character Deadpool, they will fall in love. Cable with Deadpool. Deadpool. I will put. It was cool. And the thing about it is, like, when you talk about the storyline of Cable taking over the Earth, mm-hmm. like, I don't think most people who haven't read it understand how deep the storyline is. Like, Cable was trying to prevent racism on the planet. Like, Cable turned everybody's skin color on the planet blue. Yeah. Like, Cable was looking... Cable truly, like, he came in to basically having a new power. Mm-hmm. And with it, uh, he was like, look, I found this cult that was trying to do something, and I can kind of see all the errors in their ways, so I'm going to take this to the next level, and I'm basically going to be able to eliminate racism, mm-hmm. hate, mm-hmm. make people stop hitting each other for simple things like skin tone. Yeah. And that was it. That, I mean, that's big. <laughs> now, here's the deal. Um... Uh, Blue Man Group. Okay, they, 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 they blew themselves. They um, blew themselves. Um, here's the deal. If everyone could just blow themselves, they'll be happy. <laughs> um, Cable was destined to be a tyrant. He was destined to do fuck shit. That's why he had to be stopped. It sucks that that happened to him. It sucks that he was led to a tumultuous life and all he knows is war. But... It had to be because Cable's kind of nuts. Like, no one man should have all that power, dead ass. Yeah. And he started getting a little crazy. He started to do crazy shit like turn nigga skin blue. Like, all right, I can just save everybody. Like, because when you have all that power, he's like, well, fuck it. Uh, do you see the MCU recasting Cable? No. Why? He's already there. Yeah. And yeah, also, they've shown, they've, <laughs> also, they've shown they're willing to reuse... Um, um, villains as heroes. Yeah. They're willing to do that. Well, Look at what they're doing to Jim and Chan. Well, I mean, not just that, but I mean... And Mahershala Ali. Well, not just that, but I mean, you also have to take into account, you know, Reynolds is... they already We already know we're getting Reynolds. Mm-hmm. And Reynolds is a big fan of keeping his cast together. Yeah. Why wouldn't Marvel want the matches? Like, when you think about what came out of Fox Studios, this... Deadpool came out of that trash studio. With all those trash films that they kept releasing... Mm-hmm. Ryan Reynolds, without Fox taking much part in the effort, like when mm-hmm. he was able to get Fox away, mm-hmm. was able to make that. Why yeah. fuck with that formula? Uh, Jim says <laughs> keep all the Deadpool cast the same, even though, yeah, yeah, I keep yeah, the whole. Yeah, yeah. I, I'll keep. Yeah. I would keep as much as to be allowed. Now, unfortunately, Weasel got to go. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, Weasel got to go. Weasel, Weasel, Weasel got to go. Weasel unfortunately, go. He, he's yeah. Other we can't, than we that, can't have that, other than that, that other than else. that, ooh, I don't see, you know. You don't fix things that aren't broken. Yep. And if you think I'm joking, look at what they just did with J. Jonah Jameson. 
They just said, hey, you want to come back and do your character again? Just in this universe now? And you know what? Not one person complained. Nope. <laughs> now one person said, hey, you guys should recast J. Jonah Jameson. Nobody said that on this planet. <laughs> Everybody nope. was like, oh, shit, he's back. Yeah. Anybody Great. ever said anything about J. Jonah? Because I remember there was the Ice Cube talk. It wasn't that you should. It was if they can't get him. <laughs> no, exactly. If you can't no. get the same dude, mm-hmm. then yeah, we can see that. Now, but MTF says yeah, they, uh, they switched it up, though. They did, but it's still him, and he's still playing J. Jonah Jameson. What about the Juggernaut? Well, the Juggernaut was mostly CGI, so I have no problem with that. I mean, uh, this is a be- much better joking Juggernaut than we got in uh, that X3 movie. Uh, Juggernaut needs to be CGI. My yeah. only argument is I think that they should actually cast somebody hmm, to play as him. Why? Because he's not always in that Juggernaut form. We yeah. need to see him no, as King Marco. No, you don't. We need to see him as King Marco. You don't need to see him as King Marco. We need to see him as King Marco. Let me tell you why. Because why? in the Deadpool universe, he's a fucking mutant. He's not a mutant. Okay, and he doesn't have to be mean when he comes over here. And he okay, have to be but we Marco. still need to see what he doesn't have to. You don't need this. Is one of the one of the things that's nice about Juggernaut. Think about how often you got to see Juggernaut as K. Marco. It's not necessary. It's never been. Necessary. It's not necessary in the comics, but no, I mean, but at one point he was K. Marco. This, this is a world with mutants. Okay, we all have superpowers okay. and other super beings. Okay, you don't need them. To have, you don't need him to be outside. I couldn't disagree anymore. So, do you, you want him to find the gym and everything? There's ways because we can do I that. Because if I see him without the gym. Ways, there's ways we can get around that. That's easy. I That's easy to do. That's easy to do. Just like Deadpool. Can you, hear, pulled up. can you hear my pitch? You want to hear my pitch? Pitch it. Here's an enemy that needs to be done in the comic book. I mean, in the movies. The Church of Humanity. Okay. We need the Church of Humanity. Church of Humanity are willing to do whatever it takes to stop mutants. One of them says, hey, I heard of this thing. Uh I heard of this thing that can help us fight mutants. I learned it from this wizard guy. Blah, 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 blah. They've already proven that Sidorak exists. Uh So we find out the person that's a part of it is K. Marco. Because, and why are you mad at mutants, sir? Well, I got this brother-in-law, stepbrother, who is blah, blah, blah. He's Xavier. Oh, shit, we need this guy. <laughs> and then they go and find the gym. Then we become juggernaut. It makes sense. It makes sense. So that gives us a storyline, and we get to see juggernaut. So you would make juggernaut a uh, main X-Men enemy, enemy? Yeah. That's originally what he was. Okay. I think one of the biggest problems with Juggernaut so is when they try to make him, him more. So you would take him out of Deadpool and put him on the X-Men? Absolutely. Oh, no, okay. no, as an X-Men enemy. I, I mean, as an enemy. That's okay. what I mean. Yeah. Put okay. him on the X-Men, yeah. Yeah. X-Men side of the franchise. Absolutely. Because I don't see Deadpool and X-Men crossing as much no, not at all. as one might be. Not at all. I think they'll keep Deadpool separate. Not at all. I right. think they should. Right. They I agree. be his own thing. I agree. Bring over people to Deadpool's universe. You don't need to swap them back and forth. I think that Deadpool is sullied when he's linked only to the X-Men. Now, I feel the same way about Harley Quinn with Batman, and that's why they're taking her outside. She's more than just a Batman character now. Well, she's a bird of prey. <sighs> yeah. Okay, <laughs> no. Fuck. I mean, that's the title. Fuck. The title. Yeah. Um, let me ask you this. Uh, do you need to see Peter Rasputin normal? Yes. Hmm. I do. 
you get like a big ass Pacific Rim size fucking Sentinel coming down, mm-hmm. like Master Bolt size, mm-hmm. and like you said, you get all these fucking mutants like looking like ants trying to climb up this fucking thing yeah, and tear yeah. it apart. And what a great way to throw it. a bunch of Easter eggs in there! You could have one flying, shooting like just sonic beams. Someone could be like, "Oh shit, that's fucking Banshee!" Or "Oh shit, that's Siren!" Or you could have a black bald kid with the fucking with the rainbow, but like, shit, nigga, that's sink. Like, or again, like, a Latino kid with the skin stretching. Like, you can do that. That can be done. That's why that Dazzler scene that I was talking about would be so cool, because it kind of is almost like a throwback to, like, you remember the uh, X-Men game when you fight, uh, like, how you used to fight, like, Apocalypse and the bigger characters and only, like, the mm-hmm. top half of their body? Yeah. That's why I wanted Over the Club to show you, like, the size, like, you rip off this giant warehouse building, and all you basically see is the head and a fucking hand. Mm-hmm. Like, that big. And having all the mutants pulling up, trying to tear it apart after uh, Dazzler does the part where she, you know, blows its, like, you know, blows a hole in its head or whatever. I but you. having it be, like you said, that large-scale thing that these beings are just tearing into that just comes down and rains destruction upon them. Oh, excuse like, me. yeah, we need that. No, I'm with you 100%. And think about it. It's government-approved. <laughs> uh, MTF says the villains would be Emma Frost and Mystique. Oh no, uh, June asked oh, the question. June asked, "Who's June. first mutant y'all would introduce with solo movie and MCU, and who's the villain for that movie?" I would say Wolverine, Sabretooth, but Fox somebody did that. Here's what I would do: it. It would be Kitty. Really? It would be Kitty. I would start with Kitty getting her powers. Mm-hmm. I would start with Kitty being in bed, and then she wakes up on the floor downstairs, and she's like, "What the fuck happened? I don't know." She tries to go back to sleep. Next day, she does it again. Some guy shows up to her door. Says, your daughter is a mutant. We're going to take her from you. And he wipes all their minds. I said that. People didn't like that. They were like, really? Xavier want to do that. <laughs> By any means necessary. I was like, have y'all read X-Men? I hate to ask that. Xavier's done some fuck shit. <laughs> See, Lots of that's, it. That's he will be able to do whatever it takes. Now, here's the thing. One of the biggest problems people have with the X-Men movie coming out is they're like, well, how would you do villains? That's why I like what what kind of sort of what Hickman's doing now where there are no mutant villains right now. Everybody's kumbaya. Everybody's happy. Everybody's together. So all the mutants are all in one place. Then some shit happens that makes a lot of the mutants turn evil. And that was my idea where they find out, oh shit, these, there's a secret place where all these people with powers are hanging out at. They're all there. This is a threat. We humans can't get there, but these robots can. <laughs> so they send in the Sentinels. Magneto gets pissed off. Magneto's like, why aren't we going out there killing these things? Xavier's like, nah, that's not what we do. By the end of that movie, Magneto's like, fuck this shit. I'm forming my own shit. Who's with me? See, I, I, I wrote this movie for you already. Talk to me. Especially in the MCU. Talk to me. All right. <clears throat> this is what I said, two different time periods. Okay. So, I would like the movie to start out, and this is how I would start the movie out. Mm-hmm. Very odd because you know who I am a person. The first mutant I would bring in, and the first mutant I'd probably introduce, which is weird, would be Cyclops. Tell me more. Cyclops is the one who becomes a diehard for the cause. Right? He's... For, for everything Professor Xavier does, mm-hmm. Cyclops is that he's the Boy Scout for it. He's kind of the leader. He's almost like the cap of mutants, mm-hmm. in a way. I would start out with Cyclops first getting his powers, can't deal with school, can't find anything, and Xavier coming and recruiting. 
Then you go through with Cyclops, him recruiting many of the other mutants, him discussing his relationship previously with Magneto. You kind of play a little time trips where he talks about the more radicalized mutant. Mm-hmm. And you get that, you start to understand why Cyclops would dive under what Xavier says. Mm-hmm. So with that, you have the first enemy being, of course, the government, finding out what mutants are. And yeah. this, of course, takes the... This would take place in the past, prior to, like, you know, Vince and the MCU. So we both because agree that we shouldn't start with villain mutants. No. Because okay. the villains, the worst villain for the mutants is humanity. Because I human, agree. Human, mutants are an evolutionary step. Like I said, with the Homo erectus, Cro-Magnum, mm-hmm. you're going to be phased out mm-hmm. by this new species. Mm-hmm. So you're, essentially, humans are like, we're fighting to stay alive. You're trying to live while we're trying not to be wiped out. Be wiped out. And I think with that, you know, you have, you, that is probably the best enemy, like you said, to initially start with. Mm-hmm. So what I would do is I would go through the fact where they end up going through probably one or two movies where, maybe even three, I would maybe do three trilogies, three trilogies in the past, mm-hmm. and then three trilogies in the future, where prior to the MCU stuff, because we remember there's a gap in heroics. Mm-hmm. So after Cap goes, there's a while before there's an Iron Man, Ant-Man's kind of does his own thing, you know, you can potentially even introduce and say that he kind of knew about the mutants, but mm-hmm. what I would have is, I would have where the mutants become a problem with humanity. Mm-hmm. They get to a point where they find no other way, and like you said, they eventually go to their own island. Yeah. Well, I would say that the mutants, one of the big things the mutants do to get on the radar of why the U.S. would hate us in a world after superheroes would be that Professor X, along with Magneto, they work to wipe their minds. Yeah. The first Cerebro exactly. is created on Genosha or Krakoa, if mm-hmm. they want to go that route, mm-hmm. and they use that to wipe the minds of humanity, mm-hmm. which makes them extra dangerous. Yeah. And this is what I would do with the Trask, because remember, uh, Bolivar has the son, mm-hmm. um, who also gets up involved in it. Mm-hmm. I would have... Bolivar Trask working mm-hmm. first on the Sentinel program. So he's building the giant robots and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. After the mutants come back and they're discovered, because I would have the blip basically fuck up the relationship between mutants. Mm-hmm. I think my original thing was okay. Xavier and Magneto go back to collect mutants when they're born mm-hmm. using the Cerebro machine mm-hmm. to keep them off the radar mm-hmm. from humans. Mm-hmm. And each time, you know, Professor Xavier says, hey, this is what could happen to your child if you want the best for them, you know. Mm-hmm. You let them come with us, and then, but I'm going to raise your mind of having this child to save you from the pain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, you know, Professor X and Magneto goes back, but Professor X and all the other telepaths are gone. Well, can I add flip. something to that? Just a sure. little thing, let me ask you this. What if people whose minds were wiped were blipped, and they came back and they remember? Well, I was going to I was gonna say, okay. I was, here's, here's how I was going to... Ca- Okay. Counter that part. Talk to me. Is that after the precogs are, or after the te- telepaths are gone, during mm-hmm. that five years, mm-hmm. mutants are born. So now the government is aware. So they don't fully remember what's going on initially, mm-hmm. but Trask's son, because his dad was put into the, uh, in that program, mm-hmm. what Magneto ends up doing, or Magneto and Xavier end up doing to Bolivar Trask mm-hmm. is worse than everybody else. So he, they basically make him almost like comatose. Mm-hmm. So he's uh, basically virtually lobotomized in a chair. Well, Trask, his son, starts going through his old notes in the future, after, you know, when they find out the mutants are starting coming. And he realizes, like, well, why would my dad have been working on, you know, these robotics, things of that nature? And I kind of want him to, you know, be involved in robotics because his dad was to a degree, you know. He starts finding these old designs for Sentinels. And because he worked on, and I can even tie him into, like, the, uh, remember when Rhodey? pulled up with the uh, Iron Man war machine armor Uh-oh. to give the military a look at it. Yeah. I'd have him 
potentially be in the background of one of those scenes and be, you know, to be more familiar with Iron Man tech. See, that's another thing, too. And kind of move him forward along that's that That's another idea. thing that they could do. They could go back in the past to past moments in Marvel, in the MCU universe, and show, like, Xavier and Magneto there yeah. just in the crowd. Yeah. Just hanging just out. in the crowd. Yeah. And, you know, and, yeah. and, that's what I, and that's what I like about the idea is you can integrate them and say they were here the whole time mm-hmm. hiding in plain sight. Mm-hmm. But I want slowly over the movie for them to kind of uncover it mm-hmm. versus them just remembering. You know what I mean? Because... Mm-hmm. I think that'll add to the threat. Like, holy shit, nobody knows why these mutants are here. Nobody knows what they want. Mm-hmm. And they start slowly uncovering until Magneto tells them when he starts, you know. Because mm-hmm. I want Magneto to get frustrated during that blip time mm-hmm. where it's not working anymore. Yeah. When Xavier is gone, like, look, we humans are gone mm-hmm. and the world's getting better. Yeah. Like they were talking about with uh, Cap was even saying, like, we're seeing animal life that's coming that hasn't been seen in a long time, which I think would be a perfect conversation to introduce Namor. Have Namor and Magneto. I've already sit said down. that. Yeah, we already yeah. said what have a great way. Have sit down talking about how much better the world is right. with half the humans. What a great way to reintroduce Namor right now. Yeah. Like the the, the the sea life is thriving. Everything's great. Then all these niggas come back. Everything yeah. goes to shit again. Yeah. Namor's like, fuck this. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so why are there more humans? The Avengers. All right, I'm gonna fuck y'all up. <laughs> <laughs> yep. This is what y'all did. The world was great. Thanos was right. Uh, uh, isn't Neymar mutant? Where is he in Hickman series? He's in the Hickman series. Yeah, he's there. <laughs> he's there. He's, he's there. brought up. They come. Uh, matter of fact, yeah, they they, they literally up come him. up to Atlantis. Yeah, they pull they, up. Yeah, he basically says, "Come back when you realize uh, how badass you are." Oh like man. I do. <laughs> oh man. He said. Oh man. I love what he said. And I'm just paraphrasing, but he basically says, "So you guys have finally decided to come up to a level I've been for the past." My whole life. Right. <laughs> I've, what you guys are doing right now, I've been done that and surpassed it. <laughs> yep. So why would I join you when you're not even on my level yet? Why would I take the step down? Yeah, that's a step down for me. Yes. Bruh. Like, y'all talking to me like I ain't been done this shit. <laughs> oh, man. Hickman Namor series. Hickman Namor series. That, I know we don't want him doing single, but Namor. You know what? But see, no, 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 hold up. You know who I want him to write next? The Defenders. Yeah, the because real Defenders. You're talking about, uh, what's it called, Strange, Hulk, Surfer, and... Namor. Namor, yes. Imagine that team. Yeah. Immortal Hulk. You know, who, you know who the Defenders could easily become? Who? The Guardians. They're that powerful. <laughs> Remember when they became the Authority? Basically. Remember yeah. when they were the Order? Yeah. When the order was dope. The that, order that was, costume for Strange was fire. You, you, they that's that in Ultimate MVC. Yeah, fact. exactly. I, exactly. Uh, that's when you can tell that Strange is with the shits. <laughs> when he becomes black magic Strange, when his face becomes completely black, oh shit. <laughs> Watch the fuck out. Like, oh shit, that means he's with the shits. <laughs> yeah. That means he on his Dormammu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That means that he's here to fuck shit up. And uh, Hulk became Mr. Fix-It at the time. Yep. <laughs> like, Hulk, that was great. That was fantastic. That was fun. That was, that was yeah, fun yeah. The that order. Yeah, that Namor was, was just Namor. Namor, I don't even think <laughs> Namor was possessed. <laughs> Namor was like, oh, we fucking shit up? All right, let's go. <laughs> well, all right, cool. Well, those of you who don't know, uh, there's a mini-series called The Order where basically Doctor Strange, Silver Surfer, Hulk, and Namor gets possessed by this thing and they become evil and take over the whole entire world. Yeah. They just took over the world. Like, those four beings. <laughs> just took 
over sure, everything. Who's gonna stop you? I yeah. mean, Majestro show or yeah, Majestro show you. Hulk could do it on his own. <laughs> Man, Immortal Hulk is dog. Yeah, Immortal Hulk. You know what blows me away? There are still people to this day who haven't read Immortal Hulk. On this planet? On this planet. On this planet. In this realm. There are pe- yeah, there are people <laughs> who are refusing to to read Immortal Hulk simply because it's the Hulk. And I tell them, if you don't like the Hulk, you'd love Immortal Hulk. <laughs> because Immortal Hulk hates Hulk too. Yeah. Immortal Hulk doesn't like the Hulk. No, he, yeah, no. That's why it's called the Immortal Hulk. This is not your Hulk. Yeah, it's not. Nope. This is a new guy. He has a new name and everything. The Hulk that you hate the most, the big dumb Hulk, he's there, but he's trapped away in the head. This is Devil Hulk. Yeah. Devil Hulk is fucking shit up. We don't completely know how Hulk works, but we know this one is fucked up. Yeah, and I love, shout out to uh, uh, the Immortal Hulk, Absolute Carnage, one shot. Did you read that one? Uh, not sure. I highly recommend it. Um, in the Absolute Carnage miniseries, which is great, by the way. Yeah. I found out that Venom has never actually, um, um, uh, Venom has actually never taken over the Hulk. Oh, I thought you said it was one shot. They talk about that in, that's uh, Absolute Carnage number three. Well, no, 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 shot. yeah, no, no. Is there I'm, a yeah. one-shot book? There is a one-shot, absolute card. Okay, 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 I was going to say. Right, right, right. Um, they were like, yeah, he's never taken over the Hulk. And I said there's a reason for that. There's a reason for that because the whole concept of Venom is he gets into your psyche and you become one. Hulk is already doing that. He already is like two beings in one. Yeah. So Venom would be trying to take over like three people at one time. It'd be like being in Deadpool's head. Exactly. <laughs> so so the Venom gets inside of him and just took over. And I said, that was pretty quick. Then they did an absolute Carnage Immortal Hulk book. Where basically it shows like Bruce Banner in this black room and he's talking to someone. And he was like, I don't know if we should do this. I need to talk to the others. Then all of a sudden, um, oh, uh, Joe Fix-It pops in. And Joe's like, dude, haven't we done this before? And they're like, yeah, but this is different. And then the big dumb Hulk shows up and, like, he's they're arguing about something. And then Devil Hulk shows up and says, you guys are all fucking stupid. What's the difference between this guy and me? And he found out they're talking to the symbiote. Yeah. And they're having a discussion if they should allow him in the fold. In the family, they yeah. said. And they're all arguing with each other. I said, I've never seen... The whole, so, the whole so, done this way. So we're just gonna start calling uh, Bruce Crazy Banner. <laughs> like Crazy Banner. Crazy Banner. I mean, <laughs> Banner was like, "Look, man. Um, if we fight this guy, he probably has the ability to kill us because he's a Clintar, and the Clintars, they they take over your body and shut down your body. Yeah. He's like, this is unlike anything we've ever fought. And Devil Hulk's like, we will fight everything." Yeah. And then Bruce is kind of like, well, why should we? Why should we fight this? What are we fighting for? Yeah. <laughs> and they all have like a serious argument about it. And then they show past about how like ex- how uh, Bruce Banner got there. And it's one of the most fucked up things ever because basically he gets a phone call and they're like, yo, we got Venom here. And Venom, you need to get out here. And, you know, uh, 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 um, um, Betty is, has wings now. And so Bruce is like... How long will it take you to fly me there? And Betty says, about six hours if I'm carrying you. 
uh, like one hour if you're not, I don't have to carry you. And then Bruce says, well, what if you like folded me up into a small ball? <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I can do that. <laughs> and she just kills him right then and there. And then Hulk said, and then in his mind, Bruce Banner says, I've forgotten what it feels like to die. <laughs> I'm like, this comic is nuts. She like folded his ass into a little ball. <laughs> and then he just came back to life. Because yeah, he, he can't die now. Like, yeah, oh, like. Hulk won't let him. That was one yeah. of the best parts about Hulk the end. That showed him like, yeah, like every time I mean, he's like this old, feeble mm-hmm. man, his banner, like basically like on the edge of death at all times. Mm-hmm. But every time he dies, Hulk comes right back out. Yeah. Yeah, and the only way he could die was he just stopped moving, and then he just let his heart give out. Like he said, the reason why I keep surviving is because I keep fighting you. I don't have to fight you. He said, I get it now. I don't have to fight you. I'm just going to stay here. <laughs> and then he just died. And then when he died, Hope came, and then Hope realizes, like, Banner's gone. Yeah. And then that was it. It just ended. still alive, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then it should have been Banner then, not Hope then. Yeah. But yeah, no, um... So yeah, that ends our show. That ends our show. But lastly, uh, for June, people getting upset about the A Force movie. Question: Who are the main members of A Force? Uh, yeah, Carol. Well, uh, for the movies right now, it would probably be Carol, Val, She Hulk, Spectrum, Wasp, Wanda, and Okoye. But in the books, it is Medusa. It is Nico. Nico. It Dazzler. is She Hulk. Dazzler. Um, and Carol and, and a, Carol, right? Yeah, and a girl Carol. named Singularity. And Singularity unites them all. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's how it is in the book. But Mike uh, MTF is probably right about the movies right now. Be Carol, Val, She Hulk, Spectrum, Wasp, Wanda, and Okoye, and maybe depending on what she did, sure will be there. Uh, what's it called? Pepper. Yeah, but Sherry sure will be there too. Yeah, people like Sherry. Sherry would probably show up before Okoye. Sherry sure will be. Yeah, no, Sherry will be the girl in the chair. She would be the one in the chair telling them what to do. And yeah. like that. She'll be their singularity. Yeah, yeah, exactly. She'll exactly. Be their That's singularity. Great She'll be their younger and, you know, one mm-hmm. finding them, getting them the shit, et cetera, et cetera. Exactly. Um, but, yeah, that is our show. That is our said. show. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Thank you, guys. Um, we almost made, like, a million dollars today. But, yeah. You know. I don't, I'm not, I'm doesn't not seem like it. Uh, I'm not feeling that, but that's all right. Yeah. I don't like that, but yeah. that's what yeah. It's whatever. That's bullshit. Keep but, it moving. Yeah. Keep it <laughs> I ain't lose nothing. Yeah. Yeah. This is true. This is true. Same position I was in before I showed up. This is true. Um, um, but, once again, this is the greatest show in the Omniverse. Uh, we're not a podcast. We're a nodcast. Make sure you follow us online. Talk to us. We talk back. It's as simple as that. And anything else you want to add, sir? Tell us what the most. Thank you for tuning in. Task the old nerdy bastard. We'll see you guys all online. Peace out. Peace.